shouldn't come. be that tangy. If it, <laughs> if it says something wrong. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. No. I yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Honestly. Yeah. Agree. That's a um, flavor that just stuck to my palate. <laughs> you know what I was thinking? Geeks! Geeks! Hello and welcome to episode 14 of Geeks for Missing and Geeks. Geeks! This is the world's number one entertainment podcast recorded in this very room. The Tessellate Fortress of Solitude right here in Venice, Los Angeles. Every week we pack seven days of video game, movie, entertainment news into a single brain-numbing digital show of your convenience and your enjoyment. You can keep up to date on all the social medias at We Are Tessellate. That's with two S's and two L's. Our brand new website, We Are Tessellate, goes live really, really soon. I'm excited. Um, but for now, I'm you can grab... Tessellated. You're tessellated with your yeah. excitement. Mm. Chandra, what's the word for geeks in Japanese? Otaku. Otaku! 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 But for now, you can grab this <laughs> we all said ten- If you didn't see Tanner's face, it said you all got it wrong. I think we were perfect. Uh, for now, no you can comment. grab this content over at our sister site, moviemamas.com, but only for about a week or so more. Later this week, finally, guess what, guys? Finally, it's happening. We've got our boy on it. All of our podcasts will be up on iTunes. You can go and uh, click that subscribe button, that last, that we've been teasing you with for you months. go back. Back yeah, catalog. you can go retrospective, get a proper understanding, some real perspective of what it's like. Are you putting the Marvel Universe one on there that you no, and I no, did? No, it's not going up. <laughs> we need to redo an MCU one. Uh, yeah, so check our Twitters at We Are Tessellate, because uh, then we'll let you know. It's the second that happens, you can get on it. I presume you'll just be sitting there waiting yeah. and on the edge of the seats and next to your computer. Keep a computer nearby, Yeah, because you're going to want to click that subscribe button pretty quickly. Because I, I hear it sells out, right? That's how it works. Yeah, I think so. It's like tickets. There's a li- limited number. Good. Um, as always, we don't ask for your money. We'll never try to push sponsor products on you. We'll never ever enable fucking ads on YouTube. Our jobs are we make movies. We do this because we love it. I'm your host, Al White. I miss my drummer friend, Pat. I love cats and I always wear hats. Joining me today, Alexander Chard, dead or alive. Eating fries. First contact, <laughs> Nathan Hurts and Crisis in Tokyo. Tamaro Ishida. Hello. That's right. We have a special guest, a very special guest, the Tamaro Ishida. Tamaro, if you're not aware, we've been pretty much every episode has been dedicated to you. It has. This, so I, no pressure, but so next week we don't. This week, up. next week we'll have video back again, and that'll be every single week you go on YouTube. Oh yeah. Um, once we get our subscribers, then we can actually dictate our URL, which will be where Tesla, and you'll be able to see the huge illuminated T in our room, which is not for Tesla, Tamaro. That's for you. Tamaro. It's just for you. T for Tamaro. T for Tamaro. Uh, it so takes two to Tanro. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Um, That's what we missed. For those, for those who don't know, Tamro is the proper uh, the, uh, second arm of Tessellate. Uh, these other guys are well and good. These ambassadors who come Ain't in I here. the balls. But, <laughs> but Tanro is the big old flappy cock. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm oh, sorry. Wow. I didn't want to get So Tamro. <laughs> too much information. Oh, Every time we get a guest, gosh. and you're not just a guest, you're a foundation of this, even if you're never here. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about yourself. Have you got five things about you? That's what we like to start us off with every guest. Five things. Yeah, well, um, I live in London currently, or that's where I pay my rent. <laughs> I'm hardly ever there. Um, I'm Japanese, as you might notice from my accent. What? You've got an accent? Uh. <laughs> where are the subtitles? <laughs> <laughs> so five things um i like watermelon there we go hey and which one what's your favorite melon sorry no keep going he I'm said sorry. the watermelon, watermelon. he already watermelon. stipulated oh, the watermelon God. pay attention Nate. 
please continue. And that's how me and Al can be friends, I guess. It was trifle was how we became friends. Oh yeah, true. We trifle. trifle with a strawberry or raspberry trifle. Oh, um, it was from like a fucking Sainsbury's or something in Scotland. Sainsbury's, uh, not Waitrose. I'm guessing yeah, it was probably Waitrose. I remember. Bonded over eating a Sainsbury's trifle. We really naked. Yeah, I heard. That's a yes. that's an allegiance forged. Do we know what trifles are? It's it's it's, it's a kind of like jam with custard and it's a crazy whipped cream. Can I ask? You could yeah, also sponge. use the word trifle to describe like a uh, a sort of an event that went a trifling sour. matter. Yeah. 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 No wait. Or is it, it normally? It's a, it's a no, kind of belittling. It's minor. Yeah, yeah. It was trifling. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. And back to me. Uh, the second point is that <laughs> I like cooking. This is why we never invite him. And food. <laughs> so. Oh, you do. Tanner, yeah. you've cooked me many a wonderful meal. Yeah, ramen. The ramen. Midnight ramen made by spaghetti. Yeah, that Ooh, was yeah. your little trick. Yeah. Uh, nice uh, pork belly, no? Oh, pork belly, You've yes. done a pork belly one and we drank that whiskey all night. Oh, that sounds nice. Oh, yeah, drinking. <laughs> like drinking at me. Well. Yeah. Mm. I wasn't there. Um, I think everyone here would agree that I like mysteries. He, he's a mysterious You are man. a mystery. Meaning like I like keeping mystery. You're an enigma. <laughs> you keep. You got more. He's the international man <laughs> of mystery. I, yeah. We just found out some startling mysteries about Tamara. So. It's not intentional, but I just don't talk about myself much. Um, so this it, it's podcast is going to be interesting. <laughs> uh, the fourth thing I like thinking. Oh. I spend quite a lot of my time thinking about what I think about. About watermelon yeah. and <laughs> mystery. <laughs> Trifle. What can I not <laughs> tell people today? <laughs> Uh, and the fifth, the last one would be a bit serious, but I love when the, uh, something that is traditional and something that is contemporary can merge together really well. So Japan, basically. Like Japan. Japan. Wait, wait, wait a minute, Tara, that sounds like your theater company. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's are, your you, are you pitching doing? right now? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have a theater company in London called Tea Leaf Theater. Um, so... Anything that's like a beautiful marriage of contemporary yeah. and tradition, like Kyoto is good. good is. London's a good example. Yep. Al um, and his jeans. Part of me's old, part is brand new. <laughs> Guess which bit? <laughs> it's my hair. I'm growing yeah. it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's brand new. So those are my five things. So Tamaro, good things. thank you. That was illuminating. I learned a little bit about you. Um, <laughs> so people don't know, Tamaro is an actor. And also a producer for theater, uh, now a producer for films as well. Yeah, and writer. Writer now for films. Director. I have a theater company in San Francisco now as well. Yeah. Doing a whole lot of stuff all around the yeah. world, rarely in one place for more than a couple of days. Tamaro Shida. Tamaro, when are you leaving? Tomorrow. <laughs> so don't get used to it. He's ephemeral. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But anyway. Is it worth mentioning that I am the sort of guru to the. This group. We already yeah. called you the big cock. Okay, so. great. <laughs> nice. Which is the same word as cock, isn't it? Right. Yeah. Um, Jeez. Right. So, you guys, Nate. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, yeah, we haven't seen you on here for a couple of weeks. What have you been up to? Oh, uh, well, not much. Um, went over to... Uh, Changdu. Uh, I went over to Changdu Taste. <laughs> I will talk about that later. Szechuan spicy Chang-du. peppers. Yeah, welcome to Changdu Taste. Changdu. Gotta get that Changdu flavor. You gotta get that Changdu. I'm surprised you still got sensation in your lips right now. Yeah, I know. Well, I'm on a warpath to kill all my taste buds. Um, you're in Vancouver with your fucking films. So that's what I was. Thank you. Yeah. Stop. Any chance Stop. I don't have to speak? I'm drinking water. I'm sorry. It's too hot. 
Yeah, we're over at uh, Vancouver International Film Festival, which is um, one of the bigger uh, film festivals in North America, and um, we had a really good time. Um, <laughs> you really don't sound like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it, no, it was actually an incredible experience for me. It's weird. It's, I've never seen a film or anything that I've made. Like, I've been on stage in front of a lot of people, but I've never actually seen a film that I've made. Mm. With the big um, packed house, we had like packed houses every night, and um, that's awesome. And that is a weird fucking experience. It's amazing. It's huh? really uh, and you get to vulnerable. hear those genuine reactions from people, and particularly if it's at a point when no one knows what you look like, and people are talking about your film around you. Yeah, it's yeah, weird. yeah. It's weird. It's weird, and it's weird because we were asked to both introduce our films and talk at the end. Oh, okay, that's so cool. So that was kind of weird to like be an ambassador for it like usually i would think it's just sort of like there's the work and mm-hmm. part of what i like about it is i can stay out of the final product i don't mm-hmm. have to be on stage i don't have to like do that and um but i did <laughs> and but and but it was great we had this amazing programmer who i will be like eternally grateful for this guy sandy gow who um is just the most thoughtful sweet man ever he set up the programming apparatus for sundance and he um basically founded or co-founded the lexus short film competition which is kind of a big deal now because it's got hooked up with the harvey weinstein company and um we went down to this cocktail hour and melissa and i were feeling like really nervous it was like all these like fancy people and this sort of like homeless fella sort of staggers up to us with a cane and he's like you're nathan hertz and I was like, oh, who are you? He was like, I'm the guy who chose your film. And he was like the programmer. And um, we started talking about the film. And it was like so weird because like no one has seen it and like spoken to me about it in as much depth. It was like someone actually like really saw the film. And uh, it was good. It was a fucking it was a good experience. That's awesome. great. Sounds yeah. great. Yeah, what what have cool you been guy. doing since you got back from Vancouver? Since I've been back, well, um, Mr. Al White, who if he's actually sitting um, really close to me right now, he gave me Grand Theft Auto Five, and yep. I have quickly <laughs> become addicted. I was up till six a.m. last night playing, Ooh. and then when I got up at noon, what time did you start? I hope my boss isn't listening, <laughs> but I started playing. Jeez. Basically, it. After I had my coffee, I was like, well, what am I going to do now? Work on creative stuff? No. I'm going to... Work on building an empire. No. Well, yeah. A digital empire. Yeah. Yeah. That game is fucking immersive. So you're like, how many hours in there? That's pretty... I think in the last two days I've played like 15, 20 hours. So 48 hours, you played like 15 to 20 I've hours. spent a lot of my life playing. Was gonna, you came in tonight and you were, you were just, oh man, you destroyed my life. I played this amount. I was up till six. I woke up at 12. I started playing again. I, I mean, gave it to you two days ago. The game is so unbelievable. Like the stories and the world is so big. I, I probably sound like a noob, a noob because everyone's <laughs> played this game, but wow. It's a special game. Video games have gotten really intense. Yep. Yeah. What's great about that game is they, they're still adding, so they just added even more stuff to it, like stuff you can do online and really cool new game modes and things. Which And they just give it to you for free because, you know, they love it and they've made billions already. So It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, 
Cool. It's an amazing thing. Anyway, well, so that's so what I've been up to. Very quickly for the public. I know we talked about it in the previous episode, but are there any updates on when the general public will get to see your film? Like our listeners? Um, yeah, let, I'm just going to let it finish this sort of festival circuit. So probably like another, I'll let it go probably for another like five or six months. And okay. then it'll just, I think I'll put it up on Vimeo and, and you know, cool. it'll have its little life. We'll let people know if they want to see it. Yeah. Alex, what have you been up to? Hey, hey. Um, you Yogi Bear today. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Uh, not nothing, nothing new. Still kicking ahead with the web series. We've reshuffled the uh, the ending, which I'm really liking. Yeah, you've reshuffled it now. We've we scrapped the original ending. Okay, we're rewriting it, um, which we're really happy about. So hopefully we'll be finished soon. Uh, been doing that. Um, been playing a few games as well. Lately, I've been playing NBA 2K16. Starting oh, my, awesome! My first professional career. Um, making my NBA dreams come true. <laughs> um, I'm midway through my second season, and uh, I'm a starter now on the Denver Nuggets, Holy who are currently God. last in the Western Conference. Hey, you got to start somewhere. <laughs> yeah. So how much does that stuff really affect the game? Because I'm always scared. When I go into that, I like playing NBA games. I don't really, I don't follow anything. So I, you, the words you just said mean barely nothing to me. But <laughs> he's a nugget. It starts <laughs> off. That's exactly what I'm imagining. Just some chicken pieces of yeah. playing the game. Um, <laughs> But the, when um, when I started that game, like I got that game and I started it up and after spending two hours trying to map my fucking face into it, mm-hmm. which did not, which gave chilling effects, um, I, it told me to pick a team. Yeah. And I was like, well, I like this name. This name now sounds fun. And the only one I know of is obviously Chicago Bulls in terms of how big they were when I was watching basketball when I was a teenager. Yeah. But it's like, how much does that affect your actual game? If I pick a basketball team just because I like the name and they're actually shit. That, uh, that... Picking a, t- uh, a team at that point has no effect on excellent on your career. Like it, it, you get drafted, but not necessarily by that team. Um, and then later on, you know, you after your first season, you become a free agent, and you can either renegotiate with your current team or put out Bunch see what out. other teams are interested in you. Start playing the field. Yeah, you can do. Yeah, and you can negotiate more minutes or more money. Or both. Why so that's you, cool that you, you play from the perspective of a player, not like a manager. Yeah. Usually it's and the then, manager. Uh, and then, you know, you get like all these endorsement deals. And oh, cool. you, on your days off, you have to decide whether you're going to do endorsement deals or hang out with other basketball players or hang out with your team. And or stuff go like to the that. gym or whatever. Yeah. You could actually, there's training bits where you do like oh, cool. bits in... Uh, that's cool. Like drills. Is that, are those bits in just in the Spike Lee mode or is that... Uh, yeah. So the Spike Lee mode, uh, the story goes for the, the first... Um, your first season. Okay. I didn't find it hugely necessary. Like it added much. I, I was keen to get to where I'm at now, where you're okay. in more control. It's so. been good for them. Like, that's the thing. Yeah. I mean, that made me buy it. I haven't bought one in a while and I bought one last year, I think. And then I never played it. Mm. But having Spike Lee on the box I was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. It just looked like a real different take and it sort of pitched it. Story-wise from the trailer, I was like, oh, cool. It's a bit like a Grand Theft Auto style. Mm. Like that kind of story. Um, but actually, the downside is is the story itself. There's, it's not, it's not super interactive, um, which was disappointing. Sorry, Tamara's. We're just ignoring you. What do you need, Tamara? I need to have something. Okay. Oh, it's only fun. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so cool. I've been playing that. Dude, I want to play that. Which is good fun. Um, fun. Is that on the Xbox or PlayStation? That one's on the Xbox. Both. Um, Both. Another game I finished was Until Dawn. Ooh. Uh, just which is a game the, that Al gave me. They're making a sequel. Uh, which is an awesome game. So awesome. You, you're, you're basically, it's basically like a, a slasher slash 
supernatural slash just it's just a horror like you're in a horror teen horror film it's like a choose your own adventure choose your own game. adventure horror film cool. but with like there's some great actors in it you got peter stormore oh, you got cool. hayden Pat- i never know you say second name hayden petting uh patisserie patisserie hayden patisserie rotisserie and rotisserie. Uh, and baguette croissant, baguette croissant. yeah my favorite uh, wait, did you just say baguette croissant Quiz one. Oh god <laughs> but uh yeah super cool game do you basically yeah choose you choose your actions and and uh which have consequences for yourself or other characters cool, what, cool. Have, what have you been up to al what's the latest what's going on i've mostly been sweating and uh-huh. uh getting bitten by things i currently on my body hidden by my clothes uh, are about 40 bug bites you can see something oh there on my arm. oh because every oh, night God. we have to leave the door open to make it cool enough in this fucking house and we now go there yeah just been every time and then i put on my socks and i put on my trousers and i've just oh. washed them every night to make sure you know they're purged and yeah. i'll be there talking to someone i'll just suddenly feel like itching and something's oh. fucking like uh, and it's just driving me it's, it's gone beyond beyond you know annoying and have beyond you testing for crabs i'm good <laughs> it's like i'm good um, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it's, it's very annoying um, it's but uh, yeah, we got some new fans coming. We want some air conditioning, but it's so complicated to hook it up properly. Yeah, big pipes, and I don't want to do thing. that. Um, and plus, it's not good for the environment. Blah blah blah. So I thought, well, let's try these. You know, the, you know, the super expensive but nice, cool Dyson things, but they don't yeah, have the blades. Yeah, them. yeah. Because I used to have one somewhere um, where I was frequenting, and it's not as good as air conditioning, but it's definitely better than a fan. It helps. So we have got a bunch tomorrow coming. Hopefully, can clean out. Some I think rooms. I've just killed one of your bugs here. You just kill one. Yeah, they just man. It's because we're near the water. Yeah, so it's so uh, hard yeah. near the water. Yeah, yeah, you keep the fearless. It's like sterile. There's yeah. like no insects at all. There's so many. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I've been just really doing pre-production. Uh, we're in rehearsals for the short film we're shooting this weekend. Uh, yeah, dude. So this You're time next this week. Weekend. This week. This You're time next week, it'll be done. Good to go. Uh, nearly. Yeah. We're no. We're not good to go at all. Like we still have a location. We've got to get that tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> uh, we're getting gradually uh, crewed up. Um, that's yeah. like the most stressful thing to ask someone when they're heading into production. Like, so you're good to go? Yeah. You're at like, the moment, oh, but it was, no. It was, no. we've barely even begun. Right. At the moment, I can't quite comprehend that this time next week it'll be done. You know. Yeah. But, you know, I've got a great producer um, called Aldo who is uh, helping out with a lot of stuff. Oh, awesome. Very kind. Um, what else have I been doing? I've played some of that Battlefront beta. I had a quick beta. go of that. What'd you think? Uh, well, I'm not really an online guy. So, you know, the spawning, running, and dying, and spawning, and running, and dying mm. isn't my favorite pastime. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but the world is, you know, great. The sound effects really make it. Um, it's fun when you get in there, particularly in the host level, when you can get those, you know, in the ATSTs and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's really cool fun. Um, no, I get, I, I, this, I get why people would be absolutely crazy for it. I enjoy it, but it doesn't have a proper campaign. And if it had a proper campaign, I would play the shit out of that game. Yeah, really I well. feel the same. I kind of looked at it and got a kick out of it for five minutes. I was like, cool, great effects, great sound. Oh, I'm in Star Wars Downboard. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but people are loving it. Um, we're playing a lot of rock band. We just did some, uh, some oh, touring. Boy, are we good. We're pretty good. We're called the <laughs> Ghost Cicadas. pretty big, right? You got a big fan base happening. Mm. We're building, but we're keeping it honest. We're not selling out till later. Our, our, kind of, our structural tactic. But it's in the tactic. works. Yeah, our oh, tactic. Yeah. We did agreed early on. It's get those fans in. Make We're sleeping on the couches. We're buying the RV. We're turning down all managerial like you know uh, deals that yeah. come our way. Yeah, yeah. And then when we're big enough and we have the faith of our fans, sell out. Ruthlessly. Ruthlessly sell out, sell out. Nice. unashamedly sell out. Reap in I like that that cash flow because if you sell it too early, you got nowhere to go. You got no yeah, friends, and this, that money's yeah, not going to be big enough. And you know, right? That's what I know all you. about waiting to sell out. You gotta, you gotta bide your time. 
I'm still waiting. Um, played a bit of Transformers Devastation. Um, you know, oh, what was that like? Awesome. I saw the trailer for that finally. It's it's weird because the Transformers are really cool. Like they look exactly like they do in the eighties cartoon, mm-hmm. and then the voice actors are the same voice actors. Awesome. Um, and it's a great developer who made the game. The fighting's actually pretty fun, but the worlds are just so boring and empty. Right. That, yeah, it's not. It's all right. It's one of the better Transformers games, and if it's a, it's fun for a bit if you were alive in the eighties and watched that original show. It's kind of really, yeah, reminiscent. For sure. Sweet. Um, and then a bit of the new Uncharted, but uh, yeah. Uh, and then I've been doing interviews. Oh, and I guessed it on a podcast the other day uh, for Popoptik, P-O-P-O-P-T-I-Q.com, which used to be uh, Sound on Site. It was a Canadian, one of the biggest Canadian entertainment review, like film review sites. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very big, huge user base. And I used to write for them many years ago. And the host there occasionally lets me come back on and do a podcast. So I got to pimp this podcast a little bit. Oh, cool. Um, oh. So, hey, if you found us through that, thank you. Um, but yeah, cool. We talked about a couple of <laughs> that means thank you of horror films that I talked about in our Fright Fest specials. Uh, we have a couple of Fright Fest special casts up on our site you can download. But in this one, we went into more detail. And I rewatched Wet Hot American Summer. Boom. Have you started? Yeah, I haven't seen. Because I really want to watch the Netflix show, and I keep not because I know I have to rewatch the movie before yeah. I watch the Netflix show. Yeah. it's that tied in. Yeah. See, yeah, I went yeah, straight yeah. in to Netflix. Did so did I. Yeah. Have you gone back? No, I haven't yet, but I, I, I will soon. Because the problem is I've only seen Wet Hot once, and it was when I was 20, 21. Mm-hmm. So it was so long I couldn't remember anything. And my friend, who's really, really into it, was like, you have to watch the movie first before you begin to refresh your brain. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so yeah, yeah. So oh, yeah. I, I am now refreshed uh, with Wet Hot American Summer and, and ready. No, I haven't watched it. Uh, I just went straight into the Netflix series. <laughs> really? Yeah. Hey, you know what I heard on Chrome? You can uh, switch your... Uh, your geographic. You heard it first from Nathan Hertz. <laughs> oh. You can switch your uh, geographic <laughs> setting. Oh, so you could like, so I could like watch uh, animes yeah. on Netflix from Japan. Exactly, and you know what? I hear there's Netflix in Japan is just loaded with anime. Ah, uh, that's Tanner great. Wouldn't know anything about that? You heard that first here on Geeks. I had no idea, Nathan. <laughs> wow. From Nathan Hertz. You know more about Japan than I. Do. Unless you heard that second. I'm a man of the world. Full disclosure, we just had a bit of a glitch in our audio. Um, so we were chatting for about 10 minutes before I, we realized. Yeah. What do we say? Do we say anything? We're talking about Netflix, talked a bit about pirating. We said it's kind of frustrating having Netflix because you pay for it and then you have to go to a different country to access their content. So yeah. using something like Unblock Us, like, is it really that much of a crime? Mm-hmm. I don't know. You're still paying. What else do we say? Nothing else interesting. I just what Nate said about using Chrome. Using Chrome. <laughs> Tanner <laughs> actually said that. Tanner said you that. You heard it first here from Tanner Ishida. It was Tanner. So... Right. Now we're going to go back in. Uh, Nate, we're going to start this podcast as we always do with Nate's Blowdown. Woo! Nate's Blowdown. Nate, right. so how are you going to do it? You, you're going to, you got some movies, you got some games? <laughs> yeah, but I do have those. And guess what I'm going to do this time? I'm going to alternate. I'm going to go film, game, film, game, film, 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 film. All right, I'm looking forward to the news. Crazy. Yo, check right. this out, world. Daniel Craig, he would rather commit suicide then do another James Bond movie. What? What? Can you believe that? In an interview, he said just how little he wants to return as 007. I'd rather break this glass. This is quote. Yeah, this is quote. Quote. I'd rather break this glass and slash my wrists, he said. No, not at the moment. Not at all. That's fine. I'm over it at the moment. Well done. 
<laughs> All I want to do is move on. End quote. End quote. Is this is, is Daniel Craig like an upper class English gentleman now? Yeah, I don't know. I From the nineteen forties. <laughs> I don't know. Tanner was looking at me ashamed. We went to drama school together. It's embarrassing. Uh-oh. When asked, um, this is why he directs. Now. <laughs> if he uh, if he thought uh, uh, if he would rather uh, Idris Elba or Tom Hardy uh, take over, he says, "I don't give a fuck." <laughs> Good luck to him. All I care about is that if I stop doing these things, we're left in a good place and people pick it up and make it better. Make it better. That's all. End quote. End quote. Sony execs respond, shut up. (laughs) Actually, no, they'd be like, shut up. Shut up. (laughs) Anyway, that happened. So, Um, Daniel, if you want to come and chat with us every time about your reasoning. You know what? Very angry. I think you're at a good place in your career if you really would rather commit suicide than play James Bond. I think that's a good play. I think you it's, know you're yeah. doing pretty well. Yeah, he yeah. said this, though. I mean, not this exact quote, but he said words to this effect after every James Bond film of, I fucking hate doing this shit and I don't want to do it anymore, but he was contractually obligated to. <laughs> it's like, come on. How bad can it be? You're like running around in a suit. Everybody adores you. Shooting stuff. I mean, Honestly, I get it. You want to make art, but come on. It sounds fun. The thing is, is how can you... It's just public opinion has to be now he's just a fucking prick. Because how can you, even if you think that inside, you don't come out and just, and he's done, it's not like it was a one-off mistake. Like I said, he's done this yeah, a few times and gradually got worse and worse. You don't just come out and say something like that. Like, not about, yeah, like, you're, an you're lucky enough to be film. James Bond. That's just stupid. Yeah. It's well, really... I guess what happened was, is like he busted his knee or something doing like a stunt. And then it was like he had to go in for surgery. Is this, is this and true? then like, yeah, this is true. This is I read this in this article, oh, and then they had additional days of shooting, so he was still recovering. But they were making him shoot, and I think it was it left a sour uh, flavor in his. Still though, I mean that's just bad yeah. career decision to to verbalize it that way. Indeed. Well, also, we don't know the context, so you know maybe the interviewer was very provocative, and uh, yeah, he was probably he is short tempered. Yeah, I think. Yeah, he could kill a man like that. Sony officials announced the PS4 $50 price drop that was leaked last week. Yeah, we reported on it because we knew and I predicted it's happening. You did? I didn't predict it was happening this quickly. Yeah, it dropped. And uh, if that $50 was standing in the way. It is. It's a big barrier point for some people. Yeah. Because it's like, what was it down to now then? Like 350 Yeah, Yeah. It was like 400 ish. Yep. Yeah. So it's now the same competitive price of Xbox One going into the holiday season. Thanksgiving time. Make that money. Wasn't the, hasn't the PS4 outsold the Xbox One? Oh, massively. And actually, who was it? Um, I think Phil Spencer just came out to say they didn't think that the Xbox will ever catch up to the PS4 in this mm. generation. Indeed. But this is their chance, as we've talked about before. This Christmas season, this is their chance because Xbox have all the exclusives and PlayStation has literally nothing coming Until out. Until next year. And yeah. they're going to shit all over them. Well, next year is pretty even footing, I think, still. I said shit all over them. Poop in the mouth. Nate. Phase three. That's where Ant-Man sequel was pushed back into. I decided to phrase that (laughs) (laughs) counterintuitively. Hitting theaters July 6th, 2018. It doesn't really matter that it's July 6th, does it? Because it's in 2018. You won't care. (laughs) Ant-Man is going to be called... No, it's called Ant-Man and the Wasp. So we get to see uh, Paul Rudd's mini-me. Actually, little known fact, Paul Rudd is actually 5'10". Really? It's little known. Not particularly interesting, it's but little very few people known. know that. He's 5'10". Anyway, back to video game news. 
Uh, Cyberpunk Munch Munch Bigger Than The Witcher 3, but not much more info until 2017. I read that well. Munch Munch. Munch. Oh, Munch Much Much Much. Yeah, so I forgot the number. Sorry, I'm going to Google. It's Cyberpunk. There's a date afterwards. It's a new game from the I'd like to say it was a typo, but I just read Munch where Munch was. (laughs) Anyway, it's big. Bigger than Witcher 3. Yep, so that's pretty big. Because The Witcher 3 is like 200 plus hours, and then they just keep adding to it. So. I'm failing at the news today, everybody. I'm failing at the news. Um, <laughs> Do you need a moment? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, the Flash movie starring Ezra Miller uh, is uh, looks like it's going to happen. Uh, director Seth Graham Smith, writer of Dark Shadows. Which didn't do very well, right? No, I didn't. That not. was the movie with uh, uh, with uh, what's his face, yeah, J- J- Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp, yeah. Um, I don't think anyone saw it. I certainly didn't. Um, it's going to be his debut as a director. So the Flash movie debut by the writer of Dark Shadows. The film currently has a, a treatment from Phil Lord and Christopher Miller, who did the uh, the Lego Movie and Cloudy with Meatballs and Twenty One Jump Street. Wait, Which but the Flash you're not connected to the TV. Nope, series? different actor. Welcome to the DC fucking universe. So there's no... Where there's no continuity between anything unless occasionally they decide there will be and then it doesn't make any sense. Well, that's good. It pisses me off. It's confounding. And then they try and use it as a virtue. They're like, well, we want our creators to get to say what they want to say and not be chained to our blah, blah, blah. blah. We don't want to... What it translates to is we don't want as much money as Marvel have. That's all I hear whenever they talk. <laughs> What's up, Nate? What's up? I'm going to go back to another piece of film news here. The director considered for Fast and Furious 8 were, there were a number, F. Gary Gray, who did Straight Outta Compton, Adam nope. Wingard. Uh, no, wait, wait, wait. Let's go through these and let's yeah, say yeah. who if we think they should do Fast and Furious 8. So, so the director of Straight I haven't seen Straight Outta Compton, but I'm going to say no. Well, it, people like it, but I yeah, haven't but seen it either. Directing Fast and Furious 8 yeah, after that? Who knows? That seems wrong. Yeah. Adam Wingard, the guest. I personally don't like him. Some people love him. That's quite a step up for him, though. He did um, Your Next and then The Guest. This this next guy, I can never pronounce his name. Louis Leterrieri? Leterrier, I think. Leterrier. He did The Incredible Hulk and Transporter. He could definitely like do, he it. do it. He could do it. He hasn't done anything that uh, big in a long time. Uh, Will Eubank did The Signal. Yeah, The Signal. I Yeah, him for me. Like The Signal's gorgeous. It's one yeah. of the best looking films. Well, like, I haven't seen the signal, but that could be cool. Nathan Hertz was also offered the role, but said he would rather slit his wrists <laughs> than have to do another Fast and Furious movie. Just kidding. <laughs> I wasn't asked, and I would say yes. What to attack him or direct? Direct. <laughs> Honestly, either. Yeah. I would, but I would. He'll play the car. Direct. Yeah, I'd play the car. Yeah. Vin like Diesel, mount me. Prostitute. Mount me now. Know. Um, squeeze me, and I'll eject Nos. The dra- okay, so Al, do you want to cover this bit of news? This uh, what are we talking about? That one there. All right. Uh, yeah. So the director of uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Treyarch team, uh, he does the campaigns and the zombies. Uh, Jason Blundell came out to say that he's been asked if they will redo Return to the World War Two era, uh, and he very clearly did a statement saying that he needs to have something new to say about the era that World War Two is set in in order for them to go back to it. But they are open to it if they find. A new voice. He's done it before. They okay, should sorry. focus so, on Hitler's vegetarianism. 
his painting career. Yeah, there you go. Vegetarian. Yeah. I put this. I put this in the news, and I'll tell you why. Yeah. Because I don't know if that's why I gave you that bit because I wasn't sure what the what's what the, the story? fuck is this what's doing. What's the in story? Here? Well, this is quite important because everyone's Call of Duty, obviously, you know, the biggest game franchise in the world. Yeah. Definitely the biggest annual franchise in the world. Still going. They have like three different teams now making stuff. So Treyarch's just one of them, but they make uh, Black Ops, which is the one that's about to come out. Um, and they're gradually getting like all these games more and more, you know, futuristic. Basically, you know, when, when Modern Warfare first came around, it was kind of oh, we've had World War for so long, it's fun to something modern personally i would still would have preferred world war stuff but yeah everyone's now getting a bit tired of this pseudo real you know pseudo futuristic mm, setting that they're doing. Sure. so people are putting pressure when we want something different from you would you go back to world war and people are going back to we haven't had that in a while so we're ready for it oh gotcha gotcha, gotcha. for literally since call of duty began so the 90s i guess i think call of duty was no oh, maybe it's 99 2000 mm-hmm. i don't remember I've been going on about the World War first-person shooter that I want someone to make, so that's why I put this in here. Uh-huh. So here's the pitch, and we've talked about this before. I don't think we've done that on the podcast. It starts like the first episode of Band of Brothers. Uh, is it the first episode or the second? When they're being dropped off in France. Okay. Um, does everyone know what I'm talking about? And they're in the yeah yeah they're in the um in the planes and they're about to get parachuting out, and then the planes get hailed at nighttime by bullets yeah, and yeah. explosions, and they all get separated as they parachute down. Mm-hmm. So imagine a Call of Duty where you create like a Far Cry size world, an open world, if you will. And it's nighttime and you're getting planed in and stuff and you jump out and everything's going fucking crazy. And it's like atmosphere and everything's burning and you see all your friends like parachuting out. But like Medal of Honor Airborne, which came out years ago, you parachute, you can choose where in the world you start, essentially. Okay. Um, and if someone happens to shoot your parachute on your way down, then you can like fall quicker and land in the trees and stuff. Mm-hmm. Then what the game becomes about is it's real time. So my problem with all the Call of Duty games is you're jumping, 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 jumping. Because all they think about set piece, set piece, set piece. Yeah, yeah. Different locations all the time, which yeah. I appreciate. But you have no fucking clue what you're doing. You have no attachment to your character. You yeah, you're just a yeah. you're being led through it. I couldn't. Get, I don't know who I am, honestly, most of the time. And then they do something emotional. It's like, I have no clue even yeah, what, whose hands I? these yeah, are. Right, right. Um, so, but this one's real time. So a World War game where it's real time. You have maybe 12 hours, and you're there at nighttime, so you'd see it through till daybreak. you find and a baguette, and you need to find a camembert. <laughs> you're right. I see we're on the same wavelength. Yep. Whoa, um, what a wonderful time. <laughs> War in France. Oh, and you shit, just hang I can't out. Find any organic blueberries. You just hang out in a brothel with some brie. Yeah. And, uh, no, but like you have to basically make decisions. So it sort of very quickly comes around of you know what your mission was meant to be. Do you go straight to try and tackle that? You know where it's meant to be on your map. Mm-hmm. You have like a torch in your map and stuff. Or do you go and try and find the other people who have like parachuted in and appeared, you know, and, and um, okay. And um, sorry, I thought it was something else. Uh, yeah, do you go and find your other members of your crew who are like now stranded in the forest and the fields and stuff and help them out? Like you'll hear something going over there. Do you keep going because you think it's safer or do you go and investigate that noise and you'll come across all the side missions then organically in that kind of way and gradually you'll accrue a bigger gang of you to go and do the mission you're actually there for. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, but the whole film, the whole film, the whole game would culminate that sort of daybreak ah cool um, and I appreciate that's the cool. are you listening to that really Jason Blundell <laughs> that's a great idea that's what I want yeah that's a sick idea sounds cool Cop- uh, copyright test late <laughs> <laughs> honestly uh, I just want to play it <laughs> please <laughs> please make it little uh, little indie event uh, happened Comic Con people yeah local san diego residents get together and um trade big, comic books this is a big right? comic on yeah well no well, it was a big comic about it's a turnout of a couple couple dozen this couple, year really 
Uh, well, there was a lot, lot that came out. The Ash vs. Evil Dead pilot uh, was showed for the first time. The um, whole thing. The whole thing? So, no, wow. but yeah, they, this is the thing. So, they did, like, they are going to do the Daredevil tease. The, um, no, sorry, the Jessica Jones tease. And the uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead tease. And the X-Files tease. And instead, they showed all the pilots. Wow. All of In them. their entirety. Yeah. That's Which means they're going to be leaked, right? Uh, There's someone in there with the camera. It'll be up already if it was. Really? I think, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It's a loyalty, man. Um, well, no, no one knew that that was going to happen, though. Oh, right, right, right. And the most surprising thing is all three have had stellar reviews. Like really? Jessica Jones That's are all awesome. saying is better than Daredevil and darker and grittier than Daredevil. Um, cool. Like quite a lot darker than Daredevil. Um, Ash vs. Evil Dead, yeah, everyone's saying it's fucking fantastic. It's the, the proper scene. They said it, it's tone-wise between Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness, so it has the proper gore of the first Evil Dead um, and not quite as silly as the third one. And then, yeah, the X-Files, everyone said it was amazing. Fuck yeah. And yeah. they're actually and they were all shown. It, That's amazing. They're calling it season 10. So it's like... Really? So it's... Genuinely continuing. So which and, out of those And you three? did mention that the teaser for season two of Daredevil was also shown, right? But just the no. teaser. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. teaser that was shown. Yeah. And that's leaked, so you can go and see it on. Oh, that is Well, leaked. it was leaked, right. and then they were forced to release it today. So you can go and watch the Daredevil 2 trailer with Punisher and Elektra in it. Yeah, that was leaked. That's yeah. cool. Google Chrome. You can, you can watch all of those. And whatever you want on Google Chrome. And, and the X-Files debut <laughs> so episode shiny. of series 10. So like the first episode of the new X Files yeah. season, well, yeah, that yeah. was also. Did you mention that as well? Yes, you did. did you black out for a second? I did. Was I too much I just, information. There's a lot. There's so much was shown, and I wasn't there. And there was a teaser so let's, of okay, uh, so. Wi file as well. Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> so which out of those three are we all? Who's who's most excited for what out of those three? Uh, personally, I'm excited for X Files just because I've gone back to mm. the very beginning and started rewatching it. You're yeah, going to catch yeah. up before? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ten, I've got a lot of catching up to do. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I remember with X-Files, and I, I've said this in previous podcasts, I, I liked those sort of first few seasons when they had sort of towards the end of each series it'd go into the, the wider sort of plot of the whole conspiracy and all that. But then episode to episode, and I was reading about this a few weeks ago, they, they did what they called the monster of the week. Mm-hmm. Essentially, and I liked that in that each each episode you had a different kind of monster or whatever. Um, so that's why I went back. So yeah, it's, it's like awesome. for the new series. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool man. Nate, I would say I'm probably going to be most into the Daredevil hmm. um, stuff. I I don't know, but, I, well, miss, but I, mean, I don't trust that they can do. X, I would I would say X Files, but I just don't trust it. Do you, do you mean the Jessica Jones one though? Like cause that's what we just mean. Those three, like the X Files. Like the new shows. Oh, the new the X-Files, shows. Okay. Ash vs. Evil Dead and Jessica Jones, which is part of the... Well, day then day. I would say X-Files. Okay. Then I would say X-Files for sure. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, what I'm going to watch, I know I'm going to watch season two of Daredevil. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going to for sure see that. Tamara. Yeah, Daredevil for me as well, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so, <laughs> oh, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, you don't get an opinion. You're the host. <laughs> no, seriously. What would you rather? Uh, well, I'm super excited about all of them. I mean, Ash vs. Evil Dead... It's something I wanted my whole life because I'm such a huge Evil Dead fan. Yeah. So man. I know that's the one I'll be most excited for, but I have to say Jessica Jones because Alias, as we talked about before, the comic books it's based on is probably my favorite comic book of all time. Damn. Um, and the way it ties into so Your when favorite that, comic book, wow. And probably, I mean, particularly if you take it as a double because it came. Brian Michael Bendis was writing it at the same time as he wrote his arc on Daredevil. Okay. And his Daredevil comics and Alias together are just 
just a fucking awesomeness an incredible masterpiece cool man um the last bit of news is that wes anderson is doing a new stop uh stop motion animation movie yeah it looks Woo! like I saw a picture for it. It looks like Fantastic Mr. Fox. Is yeah. everybody, I didn't see yeah. the picture. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. It kind of looks like the in the same vein as Fantastic Mr. Fox. And he's teamed up uh, with um, a uh, Japanese-inspired uh, Hello. movie. <laughs> um, teamed up with Tanmura. And it, it's featuring voices from uh, Jeff Goldblum and uh, Edward Norton. Yep. I wonder which one. And Brian Cranston. Nice. Nice. That's a so uh, Afro Samurai, maybe. No, it's to do with dogs. Oh, is it dogs? dogs? I think it's a completely new thing. You just say it's Japanese inspired. Japanese inspired, but then it's stop motion, so it's weird. Because I would Japan imagine there was do. some Japanese show or dogs something. Dogs and Japan. Dogs mm. and Japan. Good question. Mm. Mm, I'm is that a question? That's not. A, that's a sentence. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> right, Nate. What but, else um, you got for us? That's it. No, that's all the news. It's that's all the print. news. I think that. Oh wait, I might no. There's another. Just kidding. Oh, there we go. I have another page, but there's only two little items. There is a famous story for kids in Japan that it's it's about dogs who's who are detectives. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so it could be that. Sorry, Nick. Dog detective. Oh yeah. Is, is that what it was called? Dog detective. I bet it is that because Even in the no picture I saw, it was like a dog, and he looked like he was kind of dressed like Sherlock Holmes. Ah. Sounds very cute. The 70 millimeter print of Tarantino's eighth movie, Hateful Eight. Is going to be longer than the regular print. Tarantino says he cut scenes differently to better accommodate the 70 millimeter format. It utilizes big, long, hard, stiff, <laughs> cool, unblinking takes. This is not a quote right now. <laughs> that wouldn't work as well in a multiplex or at home. So, Tarantino, I can't wait to see this movie, Hateful Eight. How it's weird is cool. that, though? I mean, for starters. That's unusual. That's for really starters, that's unusual. complete bullshit. Yeah, like, I. Because he's made this, he came out with this whole quote about how it wouldn't work the same, like the, the cut he has for 75 wouldn't work the same in multiplexes. What's, what's really the difference between a multiplex and the cinema showing a 70 print and the home cinema? So he wanted its own like particular thing. So it's essentially a different edit of the same movie. I, I, I think it's really about, he's like all a, for that old movie theater, well, exactly. grimy what experience. It's about That's what it's about. It's him wanting to get house people's butts in those seats. Yeah. That's what it's about. Because he wants this to be the format he wants. He's realizing 35 isn't exciting, but he's like, well, if we have digital and we have 70, then that's great. So he's trying to convince, you know, it's very important how much money this makes with 70 millimeter when it's shown in theaters. So he's just trying to basically lie for his teeth. So he has a reason that people will go and see the 70 millimeter version. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. He's a smart guy. He's a smart guy. Smart businessman. And please do, when it comes out, go see the 70 millimeter, because why the fuck wouldn't you? If I could go back a little bit, uh, going back to the Wes Anderson one, uh, Hayao Miyazaki did an animation of Detective Holmes, and it's Mm. basically Sherlock Holmes. I remember that one. Who are dogs. Awesome. I never saw that. It could very much be this one. That would work perfectly. That would be interesting. Yeah. If it is based on a pre-existing, that would be... That sounds really cool. I never saw that Miyazaki. That's like... I, yeah, saw, I thought I just kind of saw them all, but I didn't... I never even heard of that. It's called the Sherlock Hound in Sherlock uh, Hound? England. Yeah. Ah. Cool. I want to see that. Uh, I wonder Ruffalo. what happens in the uh, Baskerville story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just a person dog. running yeah. around. This. <laughs> 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 very good Tandler. very good Ruffalo's Hulk may appear in Thor 3 yeah Ragnarok nice 
Thor may team up with the Green Giant in a section of the movie that could take them to a distant planet, hinting at a setup for the much-loved Planet Hulk. <laughs> Please do trailers. <laughs> was that a, what was that? I don't know. <laughs> was that the planet? I guess that was Hulk. <laughs> I don't know. This is this is. I think this is exciting because this is the only way you're really gonna get me. Exci- <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> there's that on. look of regret that I like. Oh, it's the only way you're gonna get me to be excited about a Thor movie. To be honest, that's my news. That's all the news I have. Thank you, Nate. Woo! That was a good blowdown. <laughs> my jaw hurts. I've been blowing so hard. You have. You do a good job, though. So very thorough. <laughs> all right. So, um, how's everyone feeling? Tamro. Steamy in here, man. How's yeah, your first podcast? Yeah. I can't do much about it. If I open the windows, everyone's just going to hear shit. Yeah, time. that's true. And I'll get complaints from the neighbors for Nate's growling. <laughs> I feel like my t-shirt is like um, failing the Homer grease test. Do you remember that when he like wipes it on the grease oh, and it's transparent? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like my nipples are just like peering through my... my I like it. It's the only thing keeping me going right now. <laughs> By the way, at least two at least two of the three of us on the table here need haircuts. And I'm one of them. I agree. Um, so Alex, I was yes. a little bit of tidbit for you. I was at a screening the other day in Hollywood, watching a cast reunion for a classic '80s John Cusack movie. Cusack, John Cusack <laughs> movie uh, called Better Off Dead. Uh, I talked about it in a little bit. Mm, I think so. So we were outside the Egyptian theater with some friends of ours, waiting in the long line to get in. Um, and my friend and I, who we're going with, was talking about a script that she's written that I like, um, and we want to make it into something. Mm-hmm. But as always, getting a project off the ground is difficult, so we're discussing financial alternatives and how you get around that stuff, as I'm sure we're all used to, uh, crowdfunding and such. And then this limo pulled up. And a couple of huge bodyguards stepped out, and we heard this guy standing in queue saying, oh, like, it's that dude from Bride Wars and Take Me Home Tonight and Movie 43, and I turned a witness the most perfectly charismatic and chiseled man appear like a winged angel from the back of the car. He stepped out onto the humble sidewalk. The crowd hushed. Realization hit me and I decided this was it. It was my moment. So I clenched my fists in determination and cried out in song. That was your cue! What? You cried out in song. He clenched his fists. He clenched... Do it again. Do the cue. I clenched my fist in determination. He squeezed his butt song. And you sang, Chris Pratt, can you give me some money? Woo! That's it. Yes, sir. I was trying out the lead in. You saw Chris Pratt? No, I didn't. That was no. a brilliant that, lead in. That was my pseudo pseudo fictional oh, lead in. And Alex just it. looked at me with dewy eyes. <laughs> I was like, this is a great story. <laughs> <laughs> I was so hooked. Did you say? I was actually going to start seeing Jesse's girl. Oh uh, no, it was not Richard. How amazing so. would it be if you saw Chris Pratt and you sang that song to him and you filmed it? And he was like, I love that song. He started singing with you. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we'll make that oh, happen. Chris Pratt. Yeah. Alex, you, can you tell us what's going on with releases this week? Movie releases this week, Friday, October the 16th. The first one and the big one. And we talked about this in our very, very first podcast Crimson Peak uh, by Guillermo del Toro. Uh, starring Mia Wachowska, Jessica, <laughs> <laughs> Jessica. If you don't Jess- throw up halfway through a name, you're not pronouncing it Jessica, right. Jessica, <laughs> Jessica Chastain, Tom Hiddleston, and Charlie Hunnam. Uh Guys, do you remember this one? This is the one that's uh, 
Uh, guys, 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 help me out here. Uh, the yeah, terror yeah. horror film, yeah, yeah. Um, aftermath of a family tragedy, spying author is torn between love for her childhood friend and the temptation of a mysterious outsider. Tamara. Uh, and there's ghosts yes. that haunted past. Since we don't get you very often, let's get your perspective on some of these. How are, you, are you excited for Crimson Peak? I don't watch horror movies. I mean, I do, but I'm really not good at it. So here's what I've heard about this from people I know who have seen it. They said it's excellent, but do not go in expecting horror. They're saying that people oh. who expect horror oh, yeah. will be disappointed because this is actually a love story. But they um, gotta market it as a horror film, right? That's yeah, what they gotta to. do. Get yeah, people to. in the theater. Do you like Guillermo though, Del Toro's films? Yeah. Yeah. I like being in horror movies, but I don't like watching them. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, something you want to share with this, Tamara? Uh, I will be shooting another horror film in Amsterdam next month. In Amsterdam? Next week. Oh, next shit. week. Yep. After you've been to Japan and then England and then. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, are we allowed to talk about the name of that film? Uh, yes, it's called The Windmill. Uh, a bunch of tourists get get on a t- uh, tour bus, and they're all sinners, and the bus breaks down, obviously, and uh, they all get killed. Tamro plays The Windmill. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, in that film. I've never trusted the Three Dutch. years of a train. <laughs> Um, it looks great. Like if you you can Google uh, the windmill massacre and get a little Vimeo teaser thing. Nice. But I think the director probably made to help with finances or something, which I like. It looks like I know he did a little summer cross with Jeepers Creepers, but with windmills. Yep. And Tamro. Yep. And Tamro sounds awesome. I'll watch it. We'll watch Tamro's film. Windy. And Tamro's getting a bit windy. Open the doors. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's getting steamy in here. All right, guys, are you guys going to see Crimson Peak or are you going to wait till the talent DVD? I'm actually booked in at the Chinese theatre this go. coming Thursday night. Race doesn't, he's not important. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, it has to come into play, right, Al? Um, <laughs> great. Great. And we currently have four spare tickets if anyone wants to come. Just oh, what night? Thursday night, 8 p.m., uh, premiere night. Premiere oh. showing. Not the actual premiere. That would be yeah. craziness. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. so that's yeah, an open that invite fun. to everyone on the interwebs. That's where yeah. we'll be. That's <laughs> where we'll be. <laughs> Tessellate, uh, yeah, yeah. First in, first served. Uh, cool. Yeah, I think it looks interesting. I was having that feeling when I saw the trailer today where I was like, I don't think this is actually going to be a horror film as mm. it's pitched. Mm. Um, but there's some cool looking bits though. Yeah, I mean, we talked about this before. Like, I don't... I, I love Guillermo uh, massively as a creator. And I've been lucky enough to meet him a couple of times at Fright Fest. He's a wonderful man. It's everything you'd hope. But his films, he's never made one for me that was perfect. I just think all of his films, other than Pacific Rim, which I thought was shit, are great <laughs> films. Um, but he's never... I didn't even think Pan's Labyrinth was as good as most people. I just think it's, yeah, it's a really good film. Mm. Um, so I'm still waiting for that perfect his quintessential film. I don't Fingers think crossed. this will be it. I think this will be the yeah. same as the rest. Like, this is a great film. And... Has his fingerprints all over it, which is great. But maybe that's perfect. his style, though. Maybe he has something about his style that feels a little incomplete. Yeah, I mean, but I know what I, I know what you mean in a way. It's like clumsy or something. The title doesn't sound like it's a horror movie. Right? Actually, Peak. yeah, it's the uh, the prequel to Twin Peaks. Few people know that. Uh, that's if why it's, it's one. That's why it's movie. Crimson Peak. It should be Crimson Valley. Twin Peaks. Right? Crimson Valley. Yeah, yeah. Well, that sounds more like a horror movie. But, it, but it's not, it's the prequel to oh, Twin Peaks. <laughs> yes, okay. I think, I think Crimson Valley sounds a little bit like a porn. Crimson Valley. Crimson In Valley. my pants. Is that how porn stars talk? I don't know. <laughs> I always, always watch on mute. What's next? Uh, next up, did you guys... Uh, 
Did you guys read any of the Goosebumps books when you were growing I up? I did. I was an avid Goosebumps reader. Yeah. Al? No. No? Tanro, did you get I Goosebumps in Japan? I don't think existed in Japan. What's Goosebumps in Japanese? Torihata. Did Torihata exist in Japan? <laughs> <laughs> the Torihata series? No. No? Okay. Well, you now, is there an exact translation to Goosebumps? You don't need to yeah, there is. <laughs> no, but he's doing that in his head automatically. I'm uh, surprised that's quite a weird word to have an exact translation for well, it. It's, it's a physical thing. No, but goosebumps is like, I mean, I guess. I just thought it's, but it's so descriptive. I thought maybe Japan would have a different yeah, type I know of description. Japan does have good. Yeah, but I thought you might words. have your own one, like <laughs> a word that means like. It's you know. not a random <laughs> primitive We have language. a thousand year old language. Yeah. You know what you're saying? It's I meant the over opposite. Time. I thought you'd find something more like, you know, tiny mountains or something, you know, something that was a little bit more poetic. Crimson peaks. Goosebumps. <laughs> Well, yeah. Torino right. just simply uh, means bird skin, so oh, yeah. nice. it's not so creative. Bird skin. So yeah. got, oh, I like. I got a case of the bird skin. Yeah. Ooh. Um, okay. So, Goosebumps. If uh, those of you who don't know, were a series of uh, books for, I guess, what young adults, preteens, um, short uh, horror stories by an author called R.L. Stein. This movie basically is a teenager teams up with the daughter of the young adult horror author R.L. Stein. After the writer's imaginary demons are set free on the town of Greendale, Maryland. So essentially it's Jumanji. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, Jack, Jumanji. Jack Black stars as R.L. Stein, and he's sort of the big name in this. Um, for me, I was watching the trailer and I, you know, nostalgia kicked in having read the books. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. there's that person. I remember that. Yeah, I remember yeah, yeah. That. And, and that was kind of cool. doing that for me. Like, oh, yeah, yeah it's the thing, the puppet. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, I just had to get her one review. It's unfortunately not from our friend uh, Guy Lodge of Variety. Can I stop you there oh, for a second? If it's not from Guy Lodge, I don't want to hear it. It's Guy coming. It's Guy coming. On the, is he going to appear? I, I don't have any Guy today. Oh, Sorry. Guy was lodged. Um, uh, but this guy, and I, and I put this review in just because I wanted to check if I know it, the meaning in Australian English. I'm pretty sure it's the same in uh, in British English, but is it the same in, in English? English English? Yeah. Uh, so the guy said, Nick Schrager from the playlist said, Goosebumps, a film that assembles many of the R.L. Stein's most memorable ca- creations with noisy, tossed off sloppiness. Ooh. Now, to toss mm. off, to be tossed off, <laughs> to toss off, <laughs> what is that? In, 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 in Australia, if you toss off someone or something or yourself, you are. Uh, you masturbate it? You're jacking off. Is it the same in the States? No. Okay. Oh, is it not? It is in England. Yeah, yeah. it is in England. So, yeah. It is in Japan as well. Goosebumps. Uh, Tostofu. Uh Yeah, so tossed off sloppiness. Anyway, moving on. Next film is a film called Bridge of Spies, uh, directed by um, a guy called Steven Spielberg, um, up-and-coming director, um, an actor called Tom Hanks, best known for his uh, role in Splash, starring Daryl Hannah. Um, John Candy and Eugene Levy. Um, this film stars. <laughs> so, I'm sorry, I'm actually just on Guy Lodge's Twitter right now. It is amazing. Me too. There you go. <laughs> yeah. You guys look up some Guy Lodge's uh, quotes. So, Bridge of Spies is a uh, political thriller uh, directed by Steven Spielberg, starring Tom Hanks, uh, the award winning uh, stage actor Mark Rylance, and Alan Alder. What was this film called? Bridge of oh, Spies. Bridge of Spies. Yeah, uh, it's written by Matt Charman, but also the Coen brothers uh, really? were involved in writing oh, this. Wow. Uh, Tom Hanks stars as an American attorney tasked with negotiating the release of the a... Coen brothers? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Tasked with negotiating the release of a U-2 spy plane, and that's not 
spying like Bono, on the bad. Bono. <laughs> <laughs> There's Bono trying to save the world again. What a douche. Is that set in London? Uh, who was shot down over Russia. No, it's sort of set between America and Russia in Berlin. So in the war. During yeah. the Cold in War. In the ocean. <laughs> yeah. Um, during the Soviet War. It's got really, really favorable reviews. People are saying that Hanks and Spielberg are just like out there. Peak, is that really effortless. directed by Spielberg? Yeah, I did not know. I didn't even know this movie was being made, um, and then I suddenly saw posters everywhere, and the posters look yeah. dull as shit. And Rylance, they say, steals the show. Um, yeah, I heard a bit on the radio the other day, um, and maybe because it was out of context, but Bethany turned to me as we like as it finished, and she's like, "Oh my god, Tom Hanks sounded like a robot." Because he was literally sort of his line was just like da 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 da. Bridge of Spies. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, now I want to see that movie. The hell? But then, how do we turn the fan then, off um, at some point? I'm gonna. Sorry, keep talking. But yeah, no, the 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 reviews that I read, everyone's pretty impressed. Hmm. Very favorable, dude. Awesome. Can I just interject a little bit? Of drop, guy drop, lodge? drop a guy lodge. Guy lodge in reference to a picture of Rachel's Greek style ginger yogurt says, "This is my new jam, except it's yogurt. Addiction is setting in." That's my favorite yogurt. Is like it? Yogurt. Uh, is the Rachel's is ginger I know yogurt. that doesn't have anything to do with games or movies, but God, that guy's... Guy Lodge. <laughs> you did it again. We need Love to get him on. Please. Uh, so yeah, Bridge of Spies. And lastly, one last movie that I really want to mention, and one that I'm actually really excited about. Um, watching the trailer, I was really, really moved by the performances and, and, and how it looked, and I hope that I get that same experience watching it, because I've never sort of had that kind of response watching a trailer and the movie is called room it's directed by lenny abrahamson who directed uh frank which is a movie you've told oh, me a lot about al really is it got a new film already yep uh this one's starring brie larson joan allen oh, and william h macy um it's adapted from the best-selling novel um oh. by emma donahue essentially Jesus. um I'll, I'll read you the write-up that uh, that was on uh, IMDb says the drama tells the extraordinary story of Jack, a spirited five-year-old who is looked after by his loving and devoted Ma. Like any good mother, Ma dedicates herself to keeping Jack happy and safe, nurturing him with warmth and love and doing typical things like playing games and telling stories. However, they are trapped in a windowless 10 by 10 foot space, which Ma has euphemistically named Room. As Jack's curiosity about their situation grows and Mars resilient reaches its breaking point, they enact a risky plan to escape, ultimately bringing them face-to-face with what may turn out to be the scariest thing yet, the real world. So essentially, it's this story uh, about Brie Larson, who's been kidnapped. <laughs> Don't this is a fucking suspicious <laughs> ass story. making weird. Did you hear that? That, that was Tabby Oh. Uh, that sounds great. Though. Yeah, so the story of essentially a, a woman who's been, a young woman who's been kidnapped, uh, consequently has had given birth to a child um that's fucking um dark super dark but but the focus is purely on the relationship between the her and her son and this world that they create in this room until they try and escape and confront the real world um it looks just the the directing um and the cinematography looks from the trailer it just looks incredibly sincere and just very honest and beautiful um and the performances look great like i said I've never watched a trailer and sort of just been like, whoa. Really? Yeah, genuinely moved. And I thought, fuck, I want to see this. This looks awesome. When's that? Uh, that's out this weekend? Uh, and that's out on October. Yeah, this Friday. On October. Uh, My on favorite October, day. <laughs> on October uh, the 16th. Um, the title is it? Room? The, the title, just Room. Just Room. Not just. 
Just room. Room. It's called room. Dude, what's it say on my back? Remember, a justice story. Oh, that's crazy. Um, yeah, so pretty, pretty... I'm excited about that. Dark material, yeah. but... I had no clue, and you just made me have something else to look forward to this weekend. Fuck, yeah. I can't go this, the, this one... Next weekend. Yeah, it looks... Um, awesome. Check it out. Man. Worth seeing. Sure. Worth seeing. It looks Good beautiful. recommend. Let me just sprinkle and add a little bit of Guy Lodge into the conversation. Yeah, yeah drop in some Guy Lodge before I move I on to games. I like there was a void. <laughs> yeah. No, bring it up a notch. Guy Lodge earlier to... Uh, what day did we today? 12th. 12th. Earlier today, Guy Lodge had this to say. Dry cleaners are actual miracle workers who live and walk among us. Permit us to drink clumsily at parties. I almost gave mine a hug. A fucking guy. Hey, guy Lodge. I love you, baby. Guy Lodge one's for you. Tamara looks guy very Lodge. confused. I really don't get it. <laughs> guy Lodge is an amazing uh, critic at Variety that we have often quoted. Mm-hmm. We well, quote was his original quote. Week. How did he grace our podcast to begin with? Uh, nothing of much consequence or... Importance. Importance happens in this film or something like that. <laughs> that that is brilliant. <laughs> okay, moving on to some game releases. Yeah. Um, first release, um, Al, you're probably going to add a bunch to these. You're just missing one, missed. which is quite big. Um, uh, coming out on Xbox One, 360, PS4, and I am also guessing uh, being re-released on PC and Mac, is the Telltale game Back to the Future, the 30th Anniversary Edition. Which, which is just confusing because the game has not been out for 30 years. Yeah, uh, to commemorate the anniversary of the films, uh, not the game. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah this kind of um, sort of set things in motion for Telltale, I think. It did. This is um, one of their good ones before they were good. Yeah, um, before they broke into the, the Walking Dead series and The Wolf Among Us, um, which are awesome. Um I, I, I played the first episode of this and like, you know, it's definitely a step down, but if you look at it chronologically, it's a step in the right direction. Yeah. And I'm sure they've remastered um, it and made it look prettier and stuff. Yeah. I probably won't get this one. I would love to just because the front cover makes me want to buy it, but yeah, yeah, I haven't yet caught up with all the other Telltale stuff I want to. So, so for you guys, these Telltale games are essentially uh, choose, choose your own adventure games, mm-hmm. um, but they've done them within the context of... Huh? kind of bigger more famous stories mm-hmm. like back mm-hmm. to the future um and it's sort of set around the three films and and sort of you your marty and you know it's sort of a weird hybrid between like a point and click game like monkey island kind of thing but yeah. then you're a bit more in control yeah you get cool. a few qtes as well yeah and then they led telltale the developer of this game after this did the walking dead series which uh they did two seasons so far which are Awesome. awesome. Mind-blowing. Really? Now they're doing oh, about yeah, 79 projects. Yeah. I think got too many. And the great thing about them is it's episodic and they always give a date for when the next episode's going to come out. And they constantly... And they always miss it. Always miss it. <laughs> <laughs> but their, their games are so good that you just angrily wait and wait. Yeah, angrily. Angrily wait. like waste. eager and angrily put together? Eagerly, angrily. Y- angrily. Ang- angrily wait. <laughs> <laughs> Next uh, coming out on uh, PS4, Dragon Quest Heroes. Al? Yeah, it's the Dragon Quest Tamro. It's a dragon Japanese. who's on quest. What a Drakue! Yeah. A Drakue? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey. Drakue, Drakue. We call Drakue in Japan. Samusan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Al, looking forward to this game. No, no. Um, okay, moving but Dragon on. Quest is like, yeah, it's huge. It's enormous. No, and the the g- design is Toriyama, isn't it? Who did uh, Dragon Ball? I believe so. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so they look beautiful. Dragon Ball. Uh, Grand- <laughs> no. <laughs> Love Dragon Ball. 
Uh, this is what I have to deal with down right yeah. Jesus Christ. No, no, I was being dirty. Sorry, I was thinking yeah. of uh, managing. Grand Ages, Medieval. Does it mean anything to you? PS4? No. Oh, here's another Telltale game that's coming out, which is weird and crazy. Minecraft yep. Story Mode, Episode 1. The other, uh, the Order of the Stone, yeah, coming out on Harry Xbox Potter One, name, 360, PS4, PS3, PC, and Mac. It's meant to be good. I know people who have uh, played some of this, and they said it's good. It's, it's got a Goominis feel to it. It's, the voice actors are apparently the best voice actors ever assembled for a video game in terms of wow. how many. Um, yeah. So, well, <laughs> Nate looks genuinely blown away. So, I can't remember voice who it actors is now. ever assembled. Tom I'll, Hanks. I'll find out. Denzel Washington, Tamaro, Morgan Freeman, George Clooney, Tanro Ishida, Philip Jessica Chastain, uh, Mia Wachowski, um, Dublin, Lawrence Olivier from the grave. Grave. Next up, <laughs> we've got. Well, I was about to say the Tacos Principle, but it's the Talos Principle on PS4. Did I say that right now? I don't know that one. Fuck you, out. <laughs> uh, next up, not you, the game. <laughs> uh, Wasteland 2. Xbox. Yeah, I'm not interested. It's metric, no. but some people love it. I, th- I believe this was kickstarted. Uh, I think they had a few million for it, and it's a sequel to a classic game, I believe. But okay. it comes straight to PS4. Is it on PS4? PS, uh, yeah. Is it on Xbox as well? Xbox One and PS4. Yeah. Uh, also coming out is uh, the expansion for The Witcher 3. Mm. It's called Hearts Ooh. of Stone. Xbox One, PS4. PC, beautiful game. I've probably only maybe <laughs> like two hours in. Overturned one rock. In yeah. The world. Uh, Is that crazy. bigger? How does it compare in size to Grand Theft Auto? Oh, oh my God. It's bigger? I mean, geographically, I don't know how much bigger necessarily. It's definitely bigger, but... Well, I say that. I haven't done enough of Witcher to know. I know like dense, you know, in terms of denseness, like there's 200 plus hours in The Witcher. Grand Theft Auto would be done at 60 or something if you're doing like, everything. I believe. Um, Do you want to borrow it? <laughs> the Witcher I is. I can't have that in my house. And then that's just, it only came out a little while ago and now they're already bringing out expansions, which this is, you know, this is a big, I can't remember how big, I think it's like 12 hours or something and maybe even longer, 20 hours. And it's meant to be spectacular. It's getting nine out of 10 reviews again. Brilliant. I'm just scared that it exists and that I could fall into that and just fall. And we'll never see you again. 200 hours I could spend. Yeah. Al, what uh, game did I miss? You missed, uh, and I forgive you for missing this, because technically it's been out in Japan since last October. It came out in England in uh, January, I know February. What you say. Yoshi's Woolly World. Yoshi's Woolly World. Finally yeah. hits US, North America, comes out this Friday. Did um, we ever find out why there was the delay? No, just racism, I think, because it's a Japanese game and they don't like America. Yeah. Fuck. Confirmed or denied? Confirmed. <laughs> um, Finally, oh, you got anything else out of that? It's a great game. I mean, I played it. I've got it in UK. Uh, unfortunately, the Wii U doesn't. You know, you can't. It's not region free with its games like the uh, PS4 and Xbox One, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so I couldn't bring it over and continue playing it. It's not as good as the old, like the oldest. Like basically, there've been worse Yoshi's World games or Yoshi's Island games, and there've been better ones. Uh, okay. But it's very endearing. And if you get the special pack, which if you do it. Buy the special pack because you get a little yarn Yoshi amiibo like I have in the front of the house. And it's the only amiibo I own and I love it and I treasure it and I sleep with him every night. Fits perfectly down the front of your trunks. 
DVD and Blu-ray releases. I was born with a Yoshi gap. Camera. <laughs> yeah. I can't help it. Wow. Uh, DVD Blu-ray releases, October 13. Have you guys been thinking to yourselves, I cannot get the complete, complete series of the late 1970s classic TV show, The Bionic Woman? Yes. No. No, yes. impossible. Yeah, well, now you can. It's white Tamrose here. No. As of uh, Tuesday, October 13th, when this podcast will be going out. Fuck Tamro, you're leaving just before. I don't believe you, Alex. Tamro, you are going to have to make a trip somewhere that still sells DVDs on in a store on the way to the airport and buy The Bionic Woman. And if you don't remember the story of The Bionic Woman, I do, actually. Tamro, I remember she, remember she was a tennis Good. professional and then she became a school teacher teaching 7th, 8th, she and 9th grade. 7th, 8th, and 9th grade. Then she jumped. Jumped out of a plane. Out of the plane. Her parachute malfunctioned. It fucked up. She crashed. Critical fucking Boom. injuries. Ow. <laughs> that chair. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Bionic woman, baby. Yeah, Boom. they rebuilt Back. her. Back. DVD. Redbox. Check it Complete out. Complete series. Wait. Wait. Is it on the blues? Blu-ray and DVD. No. Oh! Anything else coming out, or is that it? That is it, guys. Thank you. That is Chris Pratt. Can you give me some money? Thank you, Alex. Very well done this week. That was beautiful. There's some good stuff coming out. You had some good opinions. Thank you. So I feel you you erected your microphone too high. It's kind of just, it's pointing in your eyeball. (laughs) Can you hear me blink? (laughs) Tamara, you're looking a little bit lost. You okay? I'm okay. Is it a bit too much? No, I'm still jet lagged. It's true. Poor Tamara, you only got like one hour sleep last night. Oh, yes. Yeah, meetings today. Don't worry, because my favorite pit's coming up right now. It's time for the quiz. Oh, my God. So, I'll be honest with you. You know when you ask me, what are you doing a week? Uh Uh-huh. This is it. I just write down ideas for quizzes, and I make different ones, and I try out different modules. I figure out what works, what doesn't work. Holy shit, you're taking it seriously, baby. I'm just holding it. Give it to me. Next week, as of today, I ordered something in preparation for next week's quiz. Oh, my God. You ordered something. Yeah, I had to order something, because I only came up with it earlier today. And I was like... uh, this is this is great, but I needed to get these apparatus for it. So next week is going to be pretty special, pretty special. But before wow. we go to the quiz, actually, we're going to do box office. I'm going to switch things up. I like okay. ending with the quiz; sure. it makes me happy. You got it. And we just had the releases, so it makes sense. He told us what's coming up. We know. So last time, Alex said that number one at the box office weekend in whatever weekend it was last weekend. What was it? October the. The ninth to eleventh, something like that, would be The Martian at number one, The Thank Walk you. at number two. What? The Walk at number two. What's that? The Walk. At oh yeah, that uh, <laughs> Jago Lev movie. Yeah, and Pan at Levitt. number three. I said The Martian would indeed hold on to number one, but Pan would be at number two, and The Walk at number three. And our special guest, Frankie, because if you weren't here last week, Nate, and you weren't here last week. It was a mess. There were people coming and going. Oh Things changed God. all the time. Turned people sat down. Podcast. People stood up. Here? At one point, no. At one oh, point, man. I was just talking to myself. Hey, guys. Sorry about that. Yeah. Don't let it happen again. So our special guest, Frankie, who God bless him, walked in the room halfway through, and he's my DP on the project we're doing. And I was just like, dude, no one's sitting here, and I'm literally reading out news items, and no one's listening, so please sit down. <laughs> and just got involved. Uh, he said, Pan, number one. The Martian, number two. Hotel Transylvania, two. Holding on at number three. Tanro, correct me if I'm wrong. Is pan bread in Japanese? Oh, yes. You're absolutely right. Thank you. This is what actually Uh. happened last weekend. I'm going to do these in reverse. You ready? 
We'll go for number two. Number Here we go. Sorry, number ten. Number ten, The Visit held on. Uh, number nine, Everest. Number eight, Black Mass. Number seven, The Walk. Fuck you, Jago Lev. Not a good opening. It made three and a half million. Didn't have the pull just that he used to. <laughs> uh, so we all got that wrong. The walk was no. Well, Frankie didn't. He was. Great. I told you, watch Man on a Wire. It's because I said that. It did. Everyone went and did that instead. Mm. Number six, Maze Runner two. Number five, Sicario. Number four, The Intern. Here we go. Number three, Pan. The bread. Alex is correct. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, <laughs> the bread. Number two, Hotel Transylvania two. Oh. Number one, indeed, the Martian. You that really can't it. underestimate fucking kids' movies no. because they come back every weekend to watch it. Twenty and a half million in its second weekend. Martian made thirty-seven million last weekend. <laughs> That's on its second weekend as well. Pretty impressive stats there. So we heard what's coming out. Refresh your brain. What's coming out this weekend? We've got Crimson Peak, you know, yes. Goosebumps, uh, Bridge of Spies, a Spielberg film, and the nice little film Room. Room. So, uh, uh, can you? What was the I just threw away the bits of paper. Which was the Spielberg? Can you keep Bridge keep of Spies? Let's talk about that. What's going to be number one? Uh, I think uh, The Martian is going to hold on to number one spot. So no, uh, you can put me. Alex is going with. Yeah, I'm Alex sti- is going with Martian. I'm sticking with Martian. Number one. Then I'm going to go Crimson Peak. And uh, put uh, Bridge of Spies up there at three. Oh, Maniac. Oh, Maniac. Bad decisions. The power I'm of saying, Spielberg. I'm saying Goosebumps. Number one, baby. Oh, the kids vibe. Kids, man. Yeah, you're going. That's pretty. Yeah. Then I'd put Martians at number two, and. Um, the Spielberg movie last. Tamara, what do you reckon? What's going <laughs> <The> Martian is <laughs> number one. Crimson Peak or yeah. Valley, I prefer. And I think Pan still stays. I think Pan's going to hang in there. The no? bread. The bread. The bread. God, you guys are crazy. Goosebumps is definitely going to be in the top. Trey. Yeah. You got Goosebumps one. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yes, hi. Um, fuck. All right, so, I mean, The Martian can't hold on to 37. It's got to drop down to 20s. Is Goosebump going to be bigger than 20s? That's the question. What else comes out? Sorry, Crimson Peak. That's going to be in there. The Martian's going to be in there. Goosebump's going to be in there. Just what's the order? That's the question. And also, this is getting to October Halloween mm-hmm. season. Mm-hmm. That's True, there you go. Yeah, yeah okay, I forgot about Halloween. Mm. Nate, I think you, yeah, you're right. Well, you can't go back. No, yeah, it's too late. Yeah. I'm going to me to go, go Martian. And then Goose. Gooseberries? Oh, Goosebumps. And then Crimson Peak. Nice. So we'll let you know. Tune in next week because I know you can't wait to find yeah, out. Yeah, I think right. about that Halloween factor. Although I think in its second week, then it's really going to pop, 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 pop. All right. Now it's time for the quiz. We have a special guest here today, Mr. Tamro Shida. So we're going to play Hunch a very special Hunch quiz. Up. Who here watch English panel shows? English panel yes, shows? Yes, I watch English panel. Oh, well, I did. Yeah. Does anyone ever watch the little show called Would I Lie to You? Uh, yes, I did. No, no I did. I don't. I haven't seen yes. that Yes. Have yes, not. Al. Yes. So we're going to do our own little spin on this. And gradually we're going to try out different ones uh, and see what works for our, for our quiz. This, um, you three, however, good friends. Go way back. Used to do improv together. Way back. 
I'm hoping you're the test for this because if it goes wrong with you, three, then it's gonna go wrong with okay. any any guess we Would get. Would I tell any truth to you? Okay, so wait there for one <laughs> second. Someone sing a song. Do 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 do. That's Jeopardy. That's the only one I know. Do 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 do. Don't don't turn these over. Okay. Interesting. Oh We've God. just been hunted over those. So I've just given two slips of to each paper. person. With a round. Now, we've got three rounds. Can I turn the page? No, don't turn them over. Oh. Don't turn them over. Do not turn them over. Pay attention to the words. Turn them over. Okay. <laughs> All I heard was turn them over. I didn't hear the do not. So, would I lie to you for anyone who hasn't played it or watched it? I mean, um, and you should just go to YouTube and watch some because it's great. Uh, it's a British panel show. And what happens is they will, in different ways, uh, tell truths, tell lies, and people have to guess if they tell if the statement is true or lie. We're doing our own little mix of it, so it's easier for us to do. Uh, hosted by Rob Brydon. Hope is hosted by Rob Brydon, originally by Angus Dayton, uh, stars uh, the wonderful uh, David Mitchell. And Lee Mack. Yeah, Lee Mack. Yeah, that's the regulars. Um, so the way we're going to do it is our own kind of way. Uh, sadly, I was hoping it would be more of us because then it will make it a bit harder. So I had to mix it up a bit. So this is what's happening. We have three rounds. Now, who doesn't have round one? I don't. So that means, Nate, you're the, you're the guessing right now. So each of you have a chance to get one point. Interesting. This is how it works. So, Nate, you're going to listen. These two are going to turn over when we say they're round one, and they're going to read out what's in front of them. At They've the never same time. At the same time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the louder person wins. They've never seen what's on these cards, just to be clear. They have no idea. They don't know. They don't know what's there. They don't now, sure. mixed into all of these cards are some truths and some lies. Now, you'd think it would mean, oh, well, there's going to be one truth from Alex, one of those two will be true, one truth from Nate. Uh, so, yeah. by yeah. you'd be able to figure out the last one, you know, who's true, which one's true, and which one's like, not so. Okay. Because potentially some of you have no truths that you're going to read out. Potentially some of you have two truths that you're going to read out. I did a little investigating myself, and I asked you all for some, you know, tidbits of information um so the way we can do it they're each gonna read out something okay could be true could be a lie they haven't seen it before and then you get to quiz them and when i've said uh, enough then there's enough okay so you get to ask as many in-depth questions as you want if it's a lie they're gonna have to think on their feet and try and make it as convincing oh, as possible God. To make you make the wrong decision. I like this. Now, mm-hmm. unlike what I like to you, it's not a simple who's telling the truth, who's lying. You can say they're both lying or they're both telling the truth or one is telling the truth. Okay. And so do you get a point for each one you get right? Everything you get right, you get a point. Okay. That's simple. Okay. That's simple. Sounds fair. So All right. Okay. okay. I think I got this. You understand? I might need you to walk me through it at first a little bit. Oh, baby, I'll, I'll put the lead on your neck and I'll take you for a stroll. I like it tight. Alex, Would you be guessing as well? Though? Should I guess? No, Sarge? because I... I I, another week would be great if someone else made this because then I can be involved. That is but, very true. But I know, you know, what's, I know what's right. Should I guess start? Please. Tamra. Let's start with Tamra. Turn oh, over your first card. Okay. Yeah. Tamra, us, I want you to look me in the Give eyes. us your fact. <laughs> well, I need to read. Zero one. At the premiere for The Railway Man, I accidentally swore during a press interview lineup. And only later found out that all the interviews were being streamed live to the audience already inside the cinema. Can you put a thicker Japanese accent on, please? (laughs) Okay, so you cursed during a press interview and it was being streamed live inside the cinema? Yes. Was it a man or a woman who was interviewing you? I actually don't remember. Am I allowed to ask any questions? Hmm? Yeah, 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 you can grill. That's the whole point. What so was, I can what was the? Yeah. Oh no, you can't. Okay, what I'm was not. the curse word? 
I think it was shit. <laughs> oh fuck! Is he trying to He's be a man of mystery. Dead was the man of mystery. That's the beauty of this so game. So it was either shit or fuck. Yes, it's it's one of those common ones, not something. Well, so what were you saying though? What was the what were <laughs> the you creative. saying? Creative. Um, I about? think I basically made some mistake or said something or stumbled or couldn't say something. So I sort of covered it up with, uh, oh, shit. or like, fuck, fuck. And it was being streamed live to the Stream audience? Because basically I was on the red carpet outside of the cinema and, uh, the video was streamed live to inside the cinema yeah. on the big screen. Okay. Okay. That was like a fancy premiere. It does sound like a fancy premiere. That was in Toronto, was it? Oh, I don't know. I think it was in Toronto. I know, yeah, Tron- I know you uh, definitely had a Toronto premiere in Toronto. Was it TIFF? Was that it I the went film to. Fest? Was it, was if it was Toronto, it would have been TIFF. Yeah. Yeah. Tiffany. Interesting that you can't remember. Yeah. You travel so much. Come on, where was it? Was it a TIFF or was it somewhere else? Um... How could you not remember if it was real? But then I think I'll be it- honest. So here's the thing: I can confirm. I obviously can't confirm if this is true or not. But I can confirm that there was a festival in Toronto because I went to it for the Railway Man, and there was a red carpet. Yeah, but I don't know if I swore there or not. I think I, I, I think it would have been there. But you know, like so. Let me ask you a question now. Hmm. If it's if it's factually incorrect, but. He thinks it's. He's saying the fact is great, but he's he's not giving you the exact location because he's, he's no. he was doing a lot of press, so he's ah. confused maybe. Also, like you have if to remember that um, it's streamed live. That means I just said it, not noticing that. Yeah, you didn't know that it was streaming live. So I you kind found of found out, out afterwards. After. Yeah, Tanner, are you telling the truth? <laughs> 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 All right, Nate. I think you grilled Tamara enough. Right. Alex, <laughs> can you please turn over your first statement? So, Nate, I was the first child in Indonesia to have a birthday party oh, at McDonald's. Oh, you're lying. I can tell already. <laughs> no, no, keep going. I'm just kidding. That was it. I was the first child in Indonesia to have my birthday party at McDonald's. <laughs> Maybe you're not lying. <laughs> so, is this the truth? Did you, are you telling the truth here? Is that, does that really happen? This is how you're going to go with your grilling. It's like if you're a police investigator, <laughs> you get in a lineup. Did you do it? Did you do it? I mean, did you do it? I was the first kid to have my birthday party. You did that? Yeah. yeah. What, what birthday was it? How old were uh, you? My seventh was in 92. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. What do you mean? The whole McDonald's and the whole of Indonesia? What, did it because, just open? Because, yeah, it had just... I was living in the capital, Jakarta, and, and that was the first McDonald's that had opened. Been open for, I don't know, a few months. So by default, you were the first. Yep. Um, by default what do you mean by default like right. there was no one else who could have yeah yeah, yeah 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 sorry yep yeah my mom and my auntie organized it and that was it did you have a good time was it a good party for you you know it was your standard mcdonald's birthday party there were happy what do you meals mean it was standard it was the first ever well i mean they followed protocol i guess <laughs> McDonald's, i'm sure there was a handbook they got given yeah so, you know, they put some pubes in the burger and yeah. some special birthday pubes. Exactly. <laughs> had a good time. Uh, there was a little. What did you eat? Probably like a Happy Meal. Um, did you not get something special for your birthday? Yeah, did you get a toy if you got a you Happy were, Meal? Uh, this is the first the, birthday the, the, the in thing, McDonald's in Indonesia. The, the thing that they gave yeah. me uh, and the thing that I have to remember by it is a McDonald's mug. Is that true? Are you telling the truth? <laughs> you yeah. just, you're the best All right. interrogator All ever. Right. 
So, Nate, who is telling the truth? Who is lying? Is it both of them? Is it neither of them? Is it the dog? What's going on right here? I think they're both telling the truth. I think they're I both tr- telling I, the I truth. I trust them both. Is that what we're getting? You got to lay your cards down. Yeah. Final answer. I'm saying final both answer. Telling the truth. Both telling the truth. Tamro, are you telling the truth? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you didn't. No. No, Tamro, you're not telling the truth. What? But I mixed it with truth. So that he would give a compelling argument because he was indeed at a red carpet. There was indeed a press lineup and it was being live streamed to the video inside. He did not swear oh. at any point. Good. Well done, Tanro. So Shira. I gave you something to work with. Alex, oh were you telling the God, truth? Oh my God, you shifty little fuck. <laughs> Alex, were you telling the truth? Nate, I was telling the truth. Alex was indeed the All first right. birthday in McDonald's in wow, Indonesia. That's pretty cool, man. And yeah. I really do that's have a, a mug. Just I'm the last person to have birthday at McDonald's. Because you said mug. I was like, yeah, that's but you, good, didn't that's your, you didn't swear at your premiere or one of your premieres. No. Yeah. no. Why would I? They were kids. They were kids. It was kids. I had no <sighs> idea you were so going to be streamed inside. Didn't know I, that you, you didn't know that it was. Okay, whatever. I you, didn't know that it was yeah, streamed inside. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. we're there watching him and this is crazy and there's so many people. It's ridiculous. And they're calling his name and taking photos and then he goes down the red carpet to do all the interviews. I'm like, okay, let's go and get our seats now. And we go in there. Tamara's been very lovely and got our seats in the box with uh-huh. the important people. And we sit down and Tamara's face is on the big screen being streamed in. It's wow. all, into all the interviews. That's awesome. That all right, awesome. cool. So, oh, good job, guys. Round two. Who, who's up? Who's not got a round two card? Me. Tamara, you're Tamara, guessing. you're up. Nate, you can go first this time. Will you please read out your fact or fiction? When I was six years old, I peed my pants watching my brothers play a video game because I felt like I couldn't escape from it. What was the video game? <laughs> it was called The Seventh Quest. Ooh. A seventh Quest. Remember yeah. that game? Do you? Yeah. I've never seen that game. What happened afterwards? I kind of just stood there like shaking like, for a long time, I didn't say anything. I mean, I was peeing my pants a lot at that time. And I think, like, eventually, like, my brothers noticed. And I just sort of, like, ran to the bathroom and changed. And then, like, ran back because we were still in uh, the maze. I think Alex is peeing his pants right <laughs> <laughs> But I'll never forget the purple sweatpants I was wearing. And, yeah, it was... The dark purple, oh, purple. sweatpants you wore. Yeah, they were purple. <laughs> there were no characters on it? No, no. They were just plain purple. Plain like, purple. Costco kids sweatpants Costco kids pants uh, actually at that time it was called Price Club how old did you say you were um, I was I was six years old when that happened hmm. I peed my pants when have, you, have you played the game since um, I, I've seen it since does it still make you want to urinate you know I still get the thing when I'm watching people play games where it's like I can't turn away that I'll like Hold it for too long. Mm. What mm. would be the other occasions when you have peed? Well, that's a, that's a funny question. I peed my pants once. I was on a swim team. I peed my pants on the on the diving board. Ooh. On the so, diving, not yeah, afterwards. No, no. Oh. It was on the diving board. Everyone could see. So You're I just jumped in the trapping. water prematurely before oh. it was go time. Prematurely. Yeah, my mom taught art classes at my elementary school. She told me to wait in the van. Um. I peed my pants, got so sort of flustered and confused, I walked into her class, and the whole class made fun of me because I clearly had peed my pants. But wait, how old were you then? Um, like 13. I was like, yeah, 30, 34. <laughs> it's actually in the future. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's too, too happy. This is future homeless. No, I have, like, I, have a whole, I have a whole menu of embarrassing peeing my pants stories. I think it was like... Sounds was, delicious. Yeah, it was between five and 
like seven, I think probably I was. I think they came to get you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sirens. Anyway, uh, Alex, would you please turn over your card? Give us some uh, of your facts or fiction. Tanro, when I was a young teenager, I spent three months training with a skipping rope because I wanted to grow up to be like Iron Mike Tyson. And look at me now. <laughs> Boom. Do you want me to repeat that for you? Yes, please. When I was a young teenager, I spent three months training with a skipping rope because I wanted to grow up to be like Mike Tyson. Where were you when this happened? Uh, when I was a teenager, this was in Australia, in okay. Newcastle. Do you remember the color of the skipping rope? Yes, Tanro is a red skipping rope. And guess handles. what? Black handles. Black yeah. handles, you know, <laughs> exactly. Black handles, and it was a sort of stretchy, elastic rubbery. Thing. Okay, right, right. Yeah. And did you sort of make it come true? Well, <laughs> did you become Mike Tyson? <laughs> yeah, did you? No, I clearly lacked the muscle and just primal aggression. Uh, <laughs> Three months is all it takes, Alex. <laughs> Actually, Mike Tyson reminds me of um, your mother. <laughs> um, not in that way. Um, when she was waiting at the a- airport, she was sitting next to Mike Tyson and she didn't know him and people came up to him to get some autograph and she was confused I don't know what you're talking about it's a lie (laughs) you are now the liar Um, alright no I don't remember that story no alright you had red rope with black handles you wanted to be Mike Tyson you were how old did you say Uh, I was a teenager so I think this was probably no yeah it was when I was 15 you were in Australia in Australia yeah um, it didn't work out for you. Didn't work out for me. Um, yeah, as I said, I lacked the primal aggression, the physique, and I'm terrible at skip rope. Still am. Tamara, any more questions? Nope. So, who's telling the truth? Who's, who's lying? Who's, out being, of, who's being truthful what's going on? and who's lying? Very. I think they're actually both telling the truth. Both telling the truth? Is that your final answer? Yes. Alex, can you please reveal, are you telling the truth or was that a lie? That was a lie! Oh! oh. No Ooh. skipping for Alex. <laughs> Nathan. It was all a lie? Was it all a lie? It was all a lie. None of that is true. Oh, really? <laughs> wow. Alex. I didn't good. start getting into any kind of fitness stuff until a year ago. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> but it I might have been have three months better. in his life when he was a teenager. I mean, everyone yeah. when they're a teenager oh. at some point. Uh, Nate, were you telling the truth or was it in fact a lie? Well, okay, here's the funny thing is I'm not actually totally sure. I think it's mostly true, but my age, oh. I couldn't remember if I was six or seven when it happened. Okay. I think that but, true. But the actual thing I, the that actual you told th- me that, that, was that true. That was true. <laughs> okay. Yeah, did I say six or seven? You I was. I think you said six. Okay, yeah. But no, that, that was true. I did do okay, that. Okay, one yeah. point for me Purple then. Sweatpants one were... point for Tamro. So we're into our final round. Moistened. Alex is now guessing. Alex, take a breather. Take a moment to collect your... Wits. I'm just going to quickly too- grab a water. Oh, man. Okay. Do you get a point for uh, successfully discussing? You should, shouldn't you? I'm not going to lie. This is an organic yeah. process. We're learning okay. stuff. So if we like this um, and people listen to this like it, let us know if you think we should stop this bullshit. Because gradually what I'm trying to do is turn our podcast into a game show. <laughs> really? <laughs> okay. Where we have fun, like, different skits that we do. Oh, stuff. that's cool. That's, I, like I just that. like a pocket because I listen to a lot of podcasts and they do quizzes and it's always fun. I like to quiz and people yeah, tune in for that. Yeah. But it tends to be, here's a question. Is the answer A, B, C, or D? Right. And that's basically it. And there's only so much fun you can have with that. And I love panel shows and radio shows. So I'm like, well, let's play a game. Okay. 
We could do I think that's a lie. With the nude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's true. I do not like panel shows already. Nate, please, right. can you give us your final fact or fiction? In middle school, I was the lead in a musical where I had to play a girl. I was so convincing that one of my best friends and I fell out as she spent all my backstage time hitting on me and trying to fill me up. Fill you up? <laughs> fill me up. Fill Wait, me sorry, up. say that again. In you... middle school, I was the lead in a musical. Yeah. It was The Music Man. Yep. Where I had to play a girl. Mm-hmm. I was so convincing that one of my best friends and I, we fell out mm-hmm. as he spent all my backstage time hitting on me and trying to fill me up. So he was your best friend prior to you playing a girl. Yeah. You started dressing as a girl for this part. That's right. And he got a real inappropriate kick out of it. I would say he was it. my best friend, but he was a good friend. He was a good friend. Yeah. And he, he played we, handball and we were like handball buddies. Is that a, and is he, that a wanted to, he wanted to move it to hand, He <laughs> wanted to move handball, handball to hand job. Except he would give me bowls. Yeah, so he wanted to move handball to hand job. No, I mean like he was... Yeah. Basically. Well, like so he, just, he became he very inappropriate. Yeah, like he was definitely like really, really into it. How, how old were you then? Can you move the mic around a little bit? Because you're facing oh, yeah. each other. It's a bit up. Well, I was... I must have been like 12. Oh, wow. Yeah. How highly, no. highly inappropriate. No, I was probably... No, I was probably 12. And because what? Because when I was a freshman in high school, I was 13. So okay. I was 12. Yeah. You were fresh. You were 13 when you were a freshman? Yeah. 10th grade? That's the way it works. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Math. Yep. Um. <laughs> yeah. It was the... The music man and uh, all the and what and so what did you say to him? Well, I was kind of, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's what he said, dude. It was so Not weird because at twelve, like, I didn't really like know what was going on. It was like kind of a game, you know what I mean? Like, it yeah, didn't yeah. feel real, and then it was like really inappropriate. And then it was and I too real. To my mom about it. And my mom was like, "He did what?" And then my mom called. His mom. Seriously. Wait, where was he touching you? Like he was feeling you up, feeling you up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was a weird, definitely a weird experience. Did you like it a little bit? No, I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... Did it yeah, make it? Like, it wasn't like I don't. I don't think it was like he was being a creeper because he was also twelve and he was just figuring, figuring, he was figuring things out. He was just like a gay kid. And he, he didn't like know what's going on. Yeah, either. he's figuring stuff out that they drank. Yeah. You're all figuring stuff out. Yeah. Um, did it make it playing a girl difficult for you? Did it make playing a girl difficult for me? Like doing the rest of the play, the musical. The only thing that was difficult, and Tanner can attest to this, is singing. Like all the right. singing sections are just you, gonna be difficult. Do you remember I'm, any? Do you songs? remember any of your songs? Well, I remember the What Do You Talk song. Can you give us a? Well, my only the reason I remember this is because I only had one. Line can you, for the can song, you give us just what do you talk? What do you talk? What do you talk? Can you give us a non litigious amount of the song? A non litigious amount. Litigious. Just, one? Literally, my yeah. only singing line was like, "What do you talk? What do you talk? What do you talk? What do you talk?" <laughs> and we're like on a train, and we had to like pretend to be bouncing like on this train. Did but you have? Um... I, I was so, at first. That... I had a larger role, and then as I kept singing, because they just auditioned for the acting. And then as I kept singing, I kept getting smaller and smaller no. roles until my only role was just to say, what are you talking So did you, um, sorry, there's a car pulling in and it's all over. <laughs> um, did you, uh, so you're playing a girl. What age was the girl you're playing? Was she also, I mean, did you have to wear? I mean, she was like a businesswoman on the train reading a newspaper. So I think the girl was, I did mean, you have the to wear... woman that I was playing was probably in her 50s. Did you have to wear padding? Yeah, it was, was your friend attracted to... I want to. Did the you woman? have fake boobs? Yeah, was he attracted to you, like because you're a woman and you were his best friend? So he was like, I can just go for it. You know what? 
No, I mean like it was weird because like that added an element of weirdness. He likes to think it's just it because just it was him. He was a gay kid. Yeah. Like playing. Okay. Fair All right, Tamro. Okay. Please Thank read you, us your <clears throat> fact or fiction. I was in a play in high school called Foreplay, where I was stripped down to my underpants and <laughs> surrounded by girls who then abused me with whipped cream and a banana. I've got pictures of like that from Edinburgh with you. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got two, uh, two, two plays. Okay, Tanro, was this uh, when you're in school, when you'd gone and moved to England? Uh, yes, high school, so yeah. High school, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, the play was called Foreplay. Yes. And who wrote... Four, who, four with a number, four. Who, like who a, wrote like the play? Like a strip club. Uh, it, it, was it written by the students? Yeah. Yeah. Did, were you involved in the writing? Can you ask writing? any isn't a yes or no answer? <laughs> yes. Huh? Yes. You were involved in the writing? Yes. Did you write the girls to uh, <laughs> abuse you with whipped cream? And yeah. Did bananas? you write that bit? <laughs> I doubt it. Can I you remember many I... things in your life, Tamara? <laughs> <laughs> this is where the mystery comes into play because it's... Um, yeah, uh, I didn't write it. I, in fact, I, I don't think it was written on the script. It was like... like Just improv whipped cream and bananas. How did the girls' parents react to their daughters? It was a boarding house, and it was for internal exams. So huh? no, no parents I don't want to know where the whipped cream went, mate. Oh, no parents were there. Yeah, no parents were there. It was just like there. a bunch of kids. Kids and tutors. How? Okay. Well, and, did uh, you have a big audience for this? Uh, I th- it would have been about just 10 or 20. And how was, your, how was your part? Did you have a big part? <laughs> Uh, if you're talking about the size of the banana, uh, <laughs> it, it wasn't the banana we got in South Asia. It was a banana we ah, got in Europe. A so big European uh, banana. Yeah. So yeah. It, it wasn't a plantain. Yeah. It was a plantain. <laughs> no, it Savory. Was, it, it was also like not ripe, so quite still quite stiff. <laughs> stiff and green. Yeah. And green. Green. <laughs> Any other questions, Alex, that aren't to do uh, with Tamro's banana? Um... How is your English at this stage? Uh, not so well. I mean, that's probably <laughs> another reason why that I didn't have a, much of a speaking role, but I was just being felt. Sort of tortured. And yeah. abused. Yeah, tortured, so what abused. was the play about? I don't think I've asked that yet. Um, foreplay, as I remember, is uh, based on Stephen Barkov's play. Um, which I can't Stephen remember Barkoff? which Stephen Barkov's play it was. But, How many Stephen um, Barkov's are there? Quite a few. Really? Why? No, there's one Stephen Barkov who wrote several plays. Including foreplay. No, no he didn't he write foreplay. Did you say how many Stephen Barkov plays? Stephen Burkhoff's? No, Stephen Barkov's. There's one Stephen Barkov. I thought you said there were a He's a quite famous. In other words, he's a playwright of the canon. I thought each playwright could just write one play and that was it. Yeah, no, playwrights could write multiple. So we based the foreplay on one of the plays he wrote. And there's a scene that where uh, ge- uh, three garbage men rape a girl. Uh, but three, how, three what men? Garbage men. Oh. But in our class, because we had more girls than boys, we had to switch the, the gender. Were you, a, were you uh, chosen for that role or did you nominate yourself? 
I was the only boy. So ah, well, that's easy. Yeah. You were going to be raped. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Guessing time. So you got two theater, two theater fic, fact or fictions. Who's who's telling the truth? If anybody, who's telling a lie? I mean, I've talked to Tanro a bit about his high school experience in England. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a story about a play rings a bell. I'm not sure. Well, he went to theatre school. There's probably quite a few stories about a play. But it also was, reminds me... There was me also a musical called Tanro's Dreams. Oh, really? Yes. You did tell me about Tanro's Dreams. Dreams. And then the whipped cream reminds me of a photo I have from Edinburgh. Uh, on the night of my birthday, I've got a photo with Tanro with whipped cream on his nipples and uh, Bethany yeah. and, <laughs> and Hetty simulating like they're licking it off his yes. nipples. So you're going with... That was my birthday party. <laughs> yes. That was your treat, man. I know. It was my treat. It was my birthday you cake on his you. nipples. Well, that's a perfect... I mean, that was the second yeah. of birthday. The so you're going with Tamaro... best birthday since your McDonald's, right? <laughs> so, so are you going with all these facts of combined to create one fact, or are you going with Tamaro has a history with whipped cream? <laughs> yeah, yeah. First, I'm going to go to Nate. I'm going to say right. Nate's telling the truth. Okay. Um, yeah. Tanro is <laughs> Tanro is Although there's no eye contact right now. They're both just bashfully Tanro. flirting with each other. <laughs> Tanro is also telling the truth. Tanro, so two truths. Two truths. Final answer. Final answer. Tanro, were you in fact telling the truth? Um, yes, and I think I did tell Alex, and that's what I Why led... Why an inkling? Oh. That's what led to the uh, night in Edinburgh, where... Oh! I, I, I now I remember. Really? So I there was a connection was there. Yeah, so... I thought we so were just we drunk and you had no it. shirt on. No, we talked about it, then maybe Hetty or... Wow, that's a crazy went, Why don't we try that now? See, if I'd been more planned, I would have yeah. made sure that you weren't saying that one to him then, if he had had an inkling, but I wasn't planned enough. Yeah. Nate! Were you, in fact, telling the truth or a fiction? That was all fiction. Oh. Unfortunately. One true, one fake. But you, I did, did link I... it so that I could talk about it. I linked it to an actual musical that I did. Okay. Which was The Music Man. Well played. So, that means, Alex, you got a point. Nate, you got a point. Tamro, you got a point? I had a point. It's yeah, you a got a point. a dark one, too, Al. I was which reading one? it, and I was like, oh, oh, shit. Oh, so oh, I was trying tell to really not to react. Like, oh, damn. I'll tell you why. It's an ever so slightly exaggerated. He was exaggerated. just a gay guy. He was just gay. It's an exaggerated version <laughs> of something that actually happened to me. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. So I was, uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, you've told me. I did acting. Or you, ah. you did it. No, I did acting. You were really I good, by the way. Girl. While I was lying, you were, like, asking me supportive questions. Like, you were Thank asking. You. I was like. Thank you. I can't lie. Yeah. Yeah, and I had to dress up as a girl. And I was actually that age. I think I was 12. And uh, I was at an all-boys boarding school, which is why I gave you that question of, were you, did you ever go to an all-boys boarding uh, school? Because uh, it makes it more understandable. Uh, and all the guys were so thirsty for female attention. I was dressed up as this pretty girl, and I was like 12. Oh, um, And all of my friends just started, well, a, a weird number of them, about three of them, just started hitting on me backstage all the time. And it was yeah, That's what happens in Cambridge, England. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I never. He wasn't my best friend. We didn't really stop talking, intense. but it was like uncomfortable. Yeah, that's and weird. You're like, that's why I wasn't wearing any like boobs in my. I had to wear like flat because otherwise it was too provocative for the boys and the teachers were worried about it. 
Um, but Go after show. the shows, because we did a run of shows, and afterwards, people get come up to my parents and say, "You have a very talented daughter." <laughs> wow. Hey, well, dude, for those who do not know, Al does have pretty face. Pretty face and, and big, amazing big tits. boobs. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we, I didn't really think this through because all three of you have a point, which means everyone gets a point. Uh, if we do this again, how do you like? Did you like this? Did it work out? Yeah, it's good. I fun. like this. Yeah. I think we need a theme song. Theme song. All right. So I write a theme song. Yeah. And make sure people definitely know the answers and stuff. And wait a second, I have two points. Yeah. Don't I? Do oh, you? do you? Did you get two right? I thought you got one yeah, wrong. Yeah, I got one right in my first round, and then I got a point for successfully convincing. No, no. So no, this time we're just right doing what you get right. But this is what nice I'm thinking try. now. This is what I'm thinking. Yeah, like All you right. should not necessarily do that, but you should get a point off if you get one wrong. If you get, so Alex yeah, gets like one wrong, so he should lose a point for that. You know, in the future. Yeah. For this round, though, everyone got a point. Everyone's happy. All right, cool. I think that means the uh, the uh, guests are still in the lead by one. I think they're on five, four, three. I think and that's what the points right? are right now. Or the point no, no. system should be like QI. QI. The sausage no quiz. But did you get a point last week? No, Bethany won that round. She oh, got yeah. one for the guests. Oh, so the guests are potentially on six, four, three. Um, I'll have to go back and check. Okay. Tamara, thank you for winning guest point. Tamara, where You're did welcome. you hear that Mike Tyson story with my mom? I think I heard it from your sister. Weird. Mm. Tall tale. Mm. So that was a quiz. Very quickly. Can talk about something indie. Uh, Tamara, you're a guest. Do you have anything indie you want to talk about? Don't worry if you don't. But do you have anything? Indie. Indie. So something you want to support, whether it's a film, whether it's a... Well, um, actually there is. Uh, so last month I was in South Africa, uh, Johannesburg, shooting a future film called uh, Journey is the Destination. Uh, it's a feature film about this uh, guy called Dan Eldon, who is quite well known for uh, certain people. Um, he was a young journalist and artist uh, who, uh, who was a fo- uh, war journalist, war photographer, and uh, he got killed uh, in a battle uh, when he was 22, I think, and that was 1993. Um, so, but before he went into the war zone, he traveled through the safari with uh, 12 or 7, no, a good number of students to deliver the, um, some uh, ch- charity money directly to the refugees in Africa. And uh, the film is about that journey, and uh, it's not journey is the destination. Um, we've just finished shooting it, so it will be released uh, later next year, I guess. Uh, but what I want to talk about is the... F- after Dan Eldon got killed in 1993, uh, his mother moved to Los Angeles and started this foundation called Creative Visions. And Creative Visions uh, is about believing, believing in the power of creativity uh, to change the world. And uh, they've been doing a lot of projects under the umbrella of creative visions it's quite interesting and uh i think it really resonates with uh what i want to do which is to like use our creativity to influence people and uh eventually change the world uh for the good cause so check out www.creativevisions.org uh they do many great projects awesome Thank yep. you. Cool. Thank you, Tamara. Sounds worthy. Uh, uh, could I 
Just uh, add something? Yeah, you got something, Indy? Uh, yeah. If Tanro wanted to get some spicy chicken on his way to the airport yeah. tomorrow, like if he had a real craving uh-huh. for like a spicy, I don't know, maybe Szechuan chicken. And maybe he was heading through Alhambra? Yeah, he was sort of looping around his way back to the yeah. airport. He's probably out of luck then, isn't he? No, no. I, I think there is one place he could I, go. I doubt it. Really? Yeah. I think, Tamara, you're just going to have to go to the airport with, with nothing. Well, yeah. well, hold on now, Al. I, I think there's Wait. one place I, I could recommend. Really? Are you talking about extra chickens? Szechuan chicken. Szechuan chicken. It's, yeah. it's uh, pepper chicken. Um, well, you might want to go ahead and check out Chengdu Taste. That's Chengdu. Oh! That Chengdu flavor. Chengdu. Get those mung bean noodles. Chengdu. Chengdu flavor. Delicious Chengdu. Chengdu. But I'm worried, I'm worried about... Chengdu on Valley. Chengdu. Oh, check out that Chengdu Taste. Chengdu. <laughs> Remember, there's a line, so you might have to wait for that Chengdu flavor. But all I'm interested in, Nate, is uh, having a tingly mouth. Is he really going to do it for me? You'll get tingles in places you never knew you could feel. Chengdu. Will I be able to feel them afterwards? Chengdu. It'll open up new sensation points on your body. Chengdu. I'm mildly confused, though. Where do I need to go for this sensation? Well, you might want to check out Chengdu Taste. Chengdu. That's Chengdu of Alhambra. Check out Chengdu. Chengdu. That's on Valley in Alhambra. Chengdu, Chengdu. Taste. Get that Chengdu flavor. Chengdu. Try the Mung noodles. <laughs> Chengdu. Get a hot pot. There you go, Tamara. If you were were worried about it. And I have one final piece of indie. I would like to please tell all of our listeners to go and support uh, my good friend, Christine Steimer, um, who's over on Patreon. You go to patreon.com slash Steimer, S-T-E-I-M-E-R. She's just starting off uh, doing... That indie uh, streaming video gamey thing, talking about stuff, playing video games, talking about them. Um, she does other stuff as well. Talks about um, cool, man. different gear and cool shit she's getting from people, and she's uh, very passionate about it. And uh, yeah, needs awesome. some support on Patreon. So if you can, go check out what she does. If you like it, give us some money because why not? Why not support things you like this day and age? We get too much for free. Absolutely. Support oh, something one thing like. I forgot. The the movie Journey is the Destination is starred uh, by Ben Schnitzel, who is uh, well known from the film called. <laughs> oh oh oh! Schnitzel. Time to get too excited. So Ben Schnitzel Book from Book Thief. <laughs> oh, uh, yes. Also starring uh, Ella Purnell, who is yeah. who was in uh, what was she in? Name uh, sounds familiar. Yeah, I know that name. She was in Tarzan. Oh, no. Access All Areas. No. Wild Like. No, I don't think so. (laughs) Maleficent. Kick Ass 2. Yeah, there you go. Ah. The rest of the Never Let Me Go. Oh, there she is. Yeah. The original one. I know that because I was looking at that this morning. Congrats on that, by the way, Tenro. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, very exciting. I Um, was playing a 19 year old Japanese, which is difficult. Oh. Wow. Did you have that mustache? They make you wax. I'm not 19, and I'm not even Japanese. So. Yeah, did you have to get rid of your mustache? Yeah, yeah I like how you've yeah. kept the accent throughout yeah, know, this. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you haven't yeah. dropped it. Are you going to do the whole press to with the Japanese accent? I think so, yeah. yeah. Christian Bale. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Japanese. Ah, oh, Satamaro. <laughs> Round of applause for Tamaro. Thank, right. Thank, so Thank you, Tamaro. Thank you. Safe travels. Safe travels. Um, yeah, we appreciated having you here. We hope next time you're in L.A., that you'll join in and do some more podcasting with us. Sure. I loved it. Since we do it in your office, you might as well. Uh-huh. Uh, Nate, what are you up to this week? Anything interesting? This weekend? Coming up. Coming up? The week coming. Uh, no, 
No plans. Cool. Alex. <laughs> uh, on Saturday night, I'm going to see The Districts play in Ooh. downtown LA. Um, so if people want you, that's where you'll be. That's where I'll be. Come and watch them. They're an awesome band. They're like 20 and they fucking rock. Oh, I'm seeing a play at the taper, but I can't remember the name of it. It's called like The Family or something. Anyway. Okay. Which night? I think I'm seeing it Saturday. Cool. So that's where you'll be. That's where he'll be. Let everyone know exactly where people will be. Yeah. They know which screening I'm going to do, which I'm a bit worried about. Um, (laughs) uh, So if you want to hassle Tanro Ishida and interfere with him verbally online, you can tweet at him at... What was that? (laughs) It's a... Tanro Tealeaf? Tanro Tealeaf, isn't it? Tanro Tealeaf. Tanro Tealeaf. Yes. Clearly on his Twitters a lot. Is there any other social media? I used to be. Sorry. Uh, don't tweet Tanro Teabag I did that once yeah. and it was very bad wrong different person you got a lot of phone calls mm. it's actually me as well <laughs> I knew it <laughs> I knew it I thought I recognized them um, and if you want to play verbal volleyball with uh, Nate Hertz check me we... out at uh, at Nathan Hertz that's H-E-R-T-Z like hey hey company. hey hey what happened I changed you... it yay you went back from Nate yeah but my Instagram is still Nate well, that's fine because I don't give a shit about Instagram. Alex. At Alexander Chard. I'm at Mr. Al White. Thank you so much for listening to Geeks. This was our 14th episode. Uh, yeah, hang, hang out with us online. We're on all social medias. At or we, all the things we're doing. All weekend. the things we're doing. So much stuff. Um, at We Are Tessellate. You can follow me. Yeah, like I said, at Mr. Al White. I'll be putting up pictures because we're doing some shooting this weekend. Um, and yeah, we'll be uh, follow us to find out when we'll be on iTunes so you can subscribe, do all that lovely stuff, be kind to us, tell us if you hate stuff. Uh, just email us, we are tessellate at outlook.com. Thank you for your time, and we're out. Geeks! 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 Otaku. Cool. That's a super long, super hot podcast. Yeah. Every week now is a special. Thing.